20-something and living. Hey guys, we're back. 20-something and living. Krista, let me tell you. 20-something and living. Therese, I'm ready. 20-something and living. This episode is being brought to you by our new sponsor, Lola. Lola delivers 100% organic cotton tampons and pads right to your door every month. You can pick exactly what you want to deliver, all supers, all regulars, or all lights, or you can even mix it up. Just set the date and they'll be there. For a limited time, Lola is offering 20-something and living listeners a two-box special for the price of one, plus free shipping. So if you'd like to take advantage of that, go on to 20SNL.com, scroll to the bottom, and activate that discount. Thanks, guys. Hey, guys. Hey. We are back. Yes, we're back. Mm-hmm. Is it episode 40? No, last week was 40, wasn't it? I don't know. Mm. What? Like, I, oh, oh yeah. and so I'm supposed to say a little tip to podcasters. Now. If you are listening, we actually had someone reach out and let us know that you, something about your algorithm on iTunes is actually better to take the numbers off. So, well, yeah, because oh, yeah, took the numbers, numbers off. off. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't you, even matter. You took the numbers off. Right, so I can't even check. So that's know. what, but yeah, like if you have a podcast, take your numbers off. I'm noticing podcasts have done mm-hmm. that. You want to get on that new and no- noteworthy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, even though now it's throwing me off because I want to know when we get to episode 50. Yeah, you'll just have to count them. I'm not about to count 50 episodes. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm not. Um, yeah, I mean, we, we can go ahead and get this episode started. Chris, go ahead. Nobody cares how you were this week. Just go you ahead. say that all the time. <laughs> you get mad when I say that you say stuff all the time, though. So I yeah. try not to say that. I was gonna say that last episode because you were like, nobody cares. And I was like, you say that. And I stopped. <laughs> I'm glad you stopped because I don't like that. You sure? No, I don't know why. It's like what you do. You said that. All don't the time. try to track my habits. Therese don't like if you put her on any type of extreme. If you make, if you say like, "Oh, you do this all the time," or you don't do that at all. It's like that's like I was like, you don't know my life. Like you don't like the club. And Therese looked at me like I had offended her, and I was like, "When's the last time you went to the club?" It's like still, but for you to be like, "I don't no, like, like the for club. real though." Like when was the last time? I've, it had been like 2014. I'm sure I went with you, Chris. I <laughs> and I ain't been in the club with you in years, years. That's because I don't prefer to go to the club. But, but, but when I say that's you like go to you, the club. Yeah, that's also like when you talk about someone, oh, you love the beach. I can't even believe you said that. <laughs> I love the beach. I do not love the beach. Anytime we go to the beach, Therese act like she's getting her full existence. So Chris, you be getting your full existence off a cup of coffee. So don't do me. <laughs> I, the beach is all, it's all right. <laughs> you really like, there's nothing wrong with liking the beach. Like, there's, Krista, I know that there's nothing wrong with liking the beach. I... Like the beach, but I don't love the I beach. Like you if really I ain't ever get to go to the beach again, I'd be perfectly fine. Life would yeah. go on. But life would go on if you didn't have a lot of things that you might enjoy. Anyway. Yeah, I guess. I have been pretty well. Hmm. One of my things I'm going to talk about um, in the article is about what's contributing to me being well. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm assuming I know what it is. And, and mm-hmm. it's like, is it? I'm feeling really good today. Well, none for me. I, I don't need to be doing any of that. I'm joking. No, I do. Um, but so yeah, we can get started. The lineup goes entertainment. Then we do hot topics. Um, we have two questions that we go over and tell our opinions. Then mm-hmm. after that, we go into um the article, which is just a little controversy or a little self help, little tips, whatever we pick for that week. And then lastly, we do gospelation, which is just a way to spread God and love and true Christianity, basically. So right. yeah. So, we'll get started with the entertainment. Mm-hmm. So, first, I think I'm going to talk about the school shooting mm. in Florida. That was so sad. 
But for real though, it, school shootings mm. still be just catching me off guard when they come on the news. And now since we're like, That's good. at least you're not desensitized. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I think I'm desensitized. <laughs> I'm desensitized to you know shootings in other places. Like when you tell me, oh, there was a shooting in St. Louis, I'm like, well, stuff happened. Y'all, there was a shooting, like fifteen, like it was a it was a bar that we would go, not like a bar. We don't be at the bar, but it was a bar that you would go to if you're in St. Louis. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of in the mood for a bar. There was a shooting there, and I was like, three people. Was it Big Dad? It was show show me's, and I was like, there was a whole chicken place. (laughs) It's not. Is it a chicken place? Yeah, that's my family. We go there for chicken. But it's a bar. It's like there. It's a bar. People go there and they go and drink, and it's open Mm -hmm. late. It's like, and there was a straight shooting. We we're not from like the city, you know. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean like the hood or anything. We're just we're not from like the city. So we're from like a suburb. Mm -hmm. So the fact that there was a shooting, it was the one on. Limber? Yeah, there was a shooting in the area where we're from, and I'm just like, what in the world? Like, we we not from an area. We're, I feel like if, like where we live in Cleveland, we live more in like a city area. So mm-hmm. if there was a shooting around the corner. It's like, oh okay, you know, it's a city. Mm-hmm. But it's like we don't. We from a whole like suburb, and right. it's shootings now. Now, like there was a shooting down the road at that ease. I didn't know that. Yeah, there was a shooting right over there. Are you serious? <laughs> Let's not talk about how many shootings there are. That's farther right down now. though. I guess it's still not that. Well, you, it's you live. Oh it's yeah, it's for to me, me, it's farther. I, w- I don't be going that far. Yeah, I, I really. I might go that way to get to somebody's house or something. Well, so. No, I don't be down there. But that show me's is like no. I be a sh- I would go past show me's. Yeah, I'll definitely shooting. It's in like there. I probably if I'm leaving the house, I I probably go past show me's. Right. Because that's the way I go to get to the highway. So that's a little scary. Yeah, but. Anyway, it made me think, but you're desensitized to St. Louis shooting is what you're saying. Right, but... I'm, I'm a little desensitized to school shootings. Like, they... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just not... I'm not there yet to be desensitized to school shootings. It's like, even when I was reading that, you know, reading about it, mm-hmm. and it was in Florida, and it's like, since we're in the age of people, you know, posting stuff on social media... Mm-hmm. It's just kind of crazy because... Did he post it? No, 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 he didn't. But kids were like videotaping the police, bum rushing the room. And when the police come into that room with people, you know, hostages low-key, they came in there and they got guns drawn, talk about some everybody put their hands up. And it just looks like I would never want to be in that situation. I have not seen that. I saw it. It was... Mm-hmm. It was too much. And then there's like people, brothers and sisters in school together, texting each other, talking about some... You know, you say, don't do it. I would be in there just so scared. You would be told Let, my brother be upstairs, I would be done. You would be so what? Because I, I don't like murder, Krista. I just remember one time. That's not funny. I don't, <laughs> don't tell that story. I don't, like that. I don't like that. Why? I don't like that story. It was a, it was a shooting near the, near the school. Near, near a party we was at. That's no. Like, no. Don't say near like it was around the corner. <laughs> we were in the parking lot and a brother was standing right in front of me, pulls out a gun, has it in the air, and it traumatized me. And he me shot it. Right, he shot that gun. It wasn't like he, it, it really did traumatize. It, it traumatized me. The rest of us were like, oh my God, let's get out of here. No, I was like, And Therese was like, like looking like somebody need to go home. Because I, right, I can't, I can't do this. And everybody was like, is she okay? <laughs> and I was, I was going to be fine, obviously. But it was like, in that moment, I was just like, I can't. But I was like, you need to drive. I, I was, maybe I'll handle panic well. Because I was like, you need, you need to go. Yeah. We need to get out of here. Because we could get killed right now. Because I wouldn't be doing nothing. Oh. <laughs> somebody get me out of here. <laughs> I was like, you need to drive to the person who was driving. Like, we need to go. They was over there like, oh my God, looking around. Like, I can't believe it. I was like, you need to go. Like, I was pointing my finger like, get, we need, get in the car. We were at that other party um, with that guy who, uh, we were like in that hot basement. And they had a gun down there? No, it was like somebody was talking about, oh, you got a gun. And I ran towards the car (laughs) and you ran towards the basement. And you was, I didn't want to be trapped. They told us to go to the basement. So? Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to be trapped in the basement with a gun. I'm going to the car. I ran through where he could have been to the car. 
<laughs> you ran through. You I could have bumped into the gun. Right. <laughs> I had to get out of there though. He's not gonna trap us all so what? He's gonna he gonna just But I was I feel like oh so I was just like I can't believe you ran out there. Yeah, I was like I had to go. But back yeah. back to the school shooting. <laughs> so it was like he killed seventeen people. Seventeen terrible. And it was like um using an AR fifteen. And I don't think I know what that looks like. Is I that don't a really either. big gun? I mean it's oh. like it makes me think of like a maybe it's like a machine gun. I don't know. Oh my Because people were like, how does this kid get an AR-15? Oh my it's gosh. Like, it wasn't like a regular gun? Mm-hmm. Look it up. It's like he he already had, um, you know, he had a, a, mental, a mental illness. And it said something about conviction that should have stopped him from being able to, you know... It should have flagged on a national gun background Oh my check. gosh, this is a big gun. Like, how, how did you bring this to school? Right. Like, where did you have this at? In the parking lot? You could have had it in the trunk of your car. I mean, yeah, and then like just brought it Man, out. You, you were like, you should have been able to coat? walk in. You would have had to have a humongous coat. I mean, maybe he didn't, he didn't have it taken apart. I mean, you could have had that taken apart and went to the bathroom, put it together, and mm. came out there and just was. Uh, you know, I heard something. They were like, you know, black schools have detectors. Yeah, they do. That's what I said. And we went to this little white all girls school. And I always said, I was like, somebody's gonna have to get murdered. For them to lock the doors. For, yeah, they leave the doors open. There's no detectors. The doors are like legitimately open. And my dad would always be like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Because this, he this school, really he has detectives. Detectors, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I feel like detectives just sound like so much. Like, I don't want to walk through that every day. Really? It makes me think that me feel some better. danger could happen in here. I think that's why that's why white people don't like them. Because I shouldn't say white people. That's why people. Who think that they're better off mm-hmm. don't like them because they think that they they think that it's a way it's like a it's like a hood thing it's like a dangerous thing like a low class thing but it's like no actually it keeps keep me safe because for me because it it would be easier to a kill to have killed me mm-hmm. in high school than it would have been to to my dad's a teacher in the inner city in St Louis so it would have been to to kill him because mm-hmm. you had to walk right through them things whereas they didn't got the doors open ready y'all could take me out it's like you literally yeah even, there was a you know, God forbid, obviously, if there mm-hmm. was a school shooting at where we went to high school, it would just be easy for them. It's like you wouldn't, you could it be, would be so you easy. could be a person who didn't go to school there. It wouldn't even be like, oh, I got to get in here. Mm-hmm. It's like, it could be somebody off the street and just like, you and know, came in there, walked into the, you know, the ad building and just, and just took me out. Right. They probably, it's like, cause nobody is like, it's not even like, it's right. Guard. We don't have nobody. It's, even no, the high school I went to before I went to. You know, the one we went to. Mm-hmm. It had a, you know, a security desk. And there were security people who walked around. Yeah. So, it's like it these, had no, it has schools nothing. that are supposed to be considered better, they don't do a good job of they think, securing the school. Right. Can't nobody ever have a problem with the school. Right. And want to, you know, do something. So, if that school would have had a metal detector, that, that would have been better. Right. But, no, for real, like, I don't know. I, I, cause there's like, Isn't there, like, this big, like, mental illness slash... Um, gun control issue, like it's yeah. oh no, he has a mental illness. Some people are like no, it's gun control. I think it's a mixture of both. I I don't think people are to me. What I'm getting is not that people don't think that he could have a mental illness, right. but it's just like they are so fast. Whenever somebody is white, to be like oh, it couldn't just be that illness. he was right. He had a mental illness, so we mm-hmm. need to just put it on that. And at oh, the end of the okay. day, gun yeah, control is a I big agree with deal. That. There is no, there is like, it makes no sense that he could have had that gun. If this is not, you know, just a simple handgun. Right. This is like, uh, like the one uh, for in, real. That's like the one in Vegas. It's like, right. you shouldn't have had that. It's like, civilians do not need that. Like, at all. No, that shouldn't be sold in America. Right. It's like. That's not even like a, um, 
Like a hunting gun. Right. It's like, there's no reason for you to have a gun that you load that easily and can really just... Yeah. I mean, was it his parents or something? No, it's like he got it from some... um. Some I don't he know got some it from white nationalists or something. No, I don't think. He oh, got it from I was about store. to say no. I remember the one, but the um the Columbine. I think they bought that right at Kmart. Mm, yeah, they did. Mm-hmm. I remember watching a documentary, and he yeah. was like, he walked in Kmart when I worked. I worked at Kmart. That was my first job. They sold guns back there, and it was like they were just on the wall. You come up there and pick one up and go about your business. And it's just like I remember when, it's when we stopped. That's concealing. You don't have yeah, to it is because I've walked. I worked at other stores, and it's like out in the the boonies where I went to college, and it was like. 100% people come in there strapped up and it makes me nervous. It's like as soon as I see that I get uncomfortable. <laughs> it's like you just holding your big old gun. Right. It's just like what? why are you doing that? But mm. I feel like we've got to do something. There is yeah, no reason control. that we should. It's like people talking about you know I don't remember the exact number but people are saying that we've had 200 plus school shootings. You know I don't know. It's, I'm gonna say, well, I saw that we had 18 in since, 2018. Since, right. but I've also heard that that's not true, so I'm not sure. Uh, I, I think it was the, the report I looked at was like since, you know, 2000 and something. But mm-hmm. it's just like we've had so many compared to so many other countries. And mm-hmm. it's like we topping the list and we not. It's not like we're not China. China only had like four. Mm-hmm. And how are we topping the list when we ain't got that many? You know, our population is so low. It's just like mm-hmm. people, there's no reason for kids to have guns. Or for adults to be able to have these type of guns that the kids can get hold to, or anything no. like that. It's just, That's and I'm all about the, you know, I feel like people have should have the right to bear arms to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You I, should be I able to have a gun. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I really need to learn to shoot. I, yeah, I want to go to a shooting range, and I feel like I should have the right to be able to have a but handgun. But that's because we don't have records where someone might right. think that we shouldn't. I, yeah, I feel like you should lawfully apply to have a gun right. and they should really have to look into you yeah. and see if you should have one right. and then you should get one. Yeah. But but I don't think it's that hard. I don't either. And it's just yeah, gun control. They and the the media, not the media, but you know like Fox News, they, you know, the li- not the liberal media, the conservative media. Mm-hmm. They are so fast to be like, "You know what? Why can't we let these parents grieve? Stop making it about gun violence." The boy had a mental illness. Let's put it on that. It's like he he definitely could have, and he probably, he probably did. did. It's like yeah. you know, you know, he probably did. That's probably what drove him to do it. But he, if he hadn't had access to guns, it, it wouldn't have happened. Right? Because seventeen kids and teachers lost their lives in there. I saw a thing. I was looking at the people because it was like they were all different ages. Like some mm-hmm. of them were about to go to college and stuff. It was sad. And I saw this. I watched this video, and it's like they they were talking to this girl. And the news was like, oh, so we heard that your friend got shot right next to you. She's like, how's she doing? Oh, my God. And she was like, she actually didn't make it. And she was like, her face. I just got chills talking about it. Her face looks so... It's like, how can I you... really be feeling... It's like, how can you feel with that? It's like, like uh-huh. your friend just got shot and died mm-hmm. next to you. Mm-hmm. In, a, in a school where you feel like you should feel some type of comfort and safety. And I it's really like, feel uncomfortable with the news being at, asking her that. I do too. It's just like... it's, And she looked like she's standing outside of the school. And I'm just like, y'all she don't got like nothing. She, I know. It's like, give her a break. I, um, I know people in that field and they say that it's like, it has to be done. But mm-hmm. it's like, I just do not agree with journalists bothering people who are losing you know going through traumatic experience right it's like and i feel like they probably they probably asked her i don't know i, I mean if you can can't force her on tv right but it's like i feel like they probably made her like uncomfortable i don't know i, I feel like it, it wasn't just like yeah i'll come over like no mm-hmm. and if because if the girl look extra toe up in the face it's like she's struggling gosh that's sad and i hope that that news reporter didn't know 
that she passed away. Yeah, because I, I mean, kind of, a part of me kind of thinks they might have. Dang, and they want to think about that. Well, well, I mean, you know, like a newscaster. Unfortunately, your job is to bring in likes and clicks mm-hmm. and 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 uh, watches and stuff. So it's like, I hope they didn't know. I hope they didn't know that. Yeah, I hope but, they didn't either. But that's too much. It's like I. That's I mean, I really do feel like I'm getting desensitized to it. But I. I and I think, but I also think if I think about it too much, it makes me really upset. Yeah. It's like, cause it's, I mean, and how old was he? The boy? Um, 17? Does that sound right? And a lot of the people that he, t- that he killed were like freshmen. They were young. Like, is he, and then is he, he younger than 17? I don't. I don't remember. I don't, I don't know if I knew actually, but I know he, he, cool. he killed some freshmen and I was like, gosh, like some of these are like, like kids. They're, I mean, they're all kids, but it's like. Dang, like really? Yeah. I don't know. Rest in peace. But for real though. Oh, he's nineteen. He's nineteen. Did he go to that school? I thought I mean I thought he did. Mm. Maybe he was just I don't know. I mean Maybe. you can be nineteen to be in high school. Yeah, you can be a senior. You can't be a junior? I mean it's like you could. What was he held back? Well, a nineteen year old who's a senior was held back. Right, I mean, he was held back for real, I guess. Yeah, mm. I don't know. This is just so he got that. He got the gun. He like it makes so he's not. It, I thought he wasn't eighteen. Oh, so I thought it was like he he shouldn't have had it, but someone else had access to it too mm-hmm. easily. But it sounded like he was able to get it. Yeah. Mm. Let me see him. Mm. Uh, I don't know, just. I hope the people who went through that are, you know, they're not. A, they're not gonna. I mean, I'm not gonna say. I hope they're okay. Yeah, they're not because okay. it's just like you're not okay, and it's just like the fact that nobody I, in that building is I gonna hope be, they'll be okay. It's gonna line. be the same. It's yeah. like you know, shoot. Every time I went to school, I would think about that. You know, I probably would transfer schools, but still. A school is a school. That's true. Like, you would still be nervous. Right. It's like, I don't... And then I transfer schools and I don't know. I mean, I thought that in the Black Panther movie. I was like, I really hope that nobody... That's what a lady said to me at work. She was like... um, I told her I was going to go see it. And she's like, I'm a little nervous because, you know, I know a lot of people are going to see it. And it's just like with that Batman movie. That man came in there and he just... And he came in during the gun scene. And so you don't even know what's going on. That right. sounds terrible. I know. It's just like you don't even you know hear, what's you going hear on. that. You're like, it sounds kind of close. And then you right, realize... And then it's like, people are really going down beside you. That, Mm, that's, but you know what? We're, we're gonna move on from this. Okay. Okay. I, I really just hope everybody can get through this. Yeah. But speaking of Black Panther, mm-hmm. we did go see Black Panther the yeah, other day. Yeah, we did. And how did you feel about it, Kristen? You know what? At first, I was like, I mean, let me say, okay. I thought it was good. Like, for mm-hmm. real. I thought it was good. Yeah. But I will preface that and say, I am not a huge movie person at all. I'm, and I'm not. What is it? Was it a comic? Is that what it was? It was an action movie. You know, because the whole movie, I was like, so is can he fly? Like that's what I was waiting for. Because I'm th- I thought it was like he's supposed to be like Batman or something. You know? No, he's like his own separate superhero. He's. he's see, I don't follow superheroes, but to me, I thought superheroes could like fly. So, you know, like so no, to me, like Batman can't fly. Batman can't fly. It's like he has a suit. Okay. So it's the- like he doesn't have. Batman has no powers other than his suit. Oh. Superman has powers. And Black Panther has powers from the, you know, like the thing that the he juice. drank, the juice mm-hmm. he drank. And it, and it gives him, you know, his claws and like the speed. I think there's, you know, he can jump and stuff. Okay. But I don't think he See, can. to me, I, I guess like, I'm, I'm, I'm like confusing superheroes with like magic. 
almost. You know, <laughs> was like watching Harry Potter. I, I was waiting, low key. I mean, I was waiting him like to fly. You know, or yeah. like to to I don't know, like to be you know running in trees and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. I was I didn't really know what to expect because I think that's the first like superhero movie I've ever seen, mm-hmm. like for real. So you know, like basically, like I said to Teresa, you know, I was there for the culture, but. I, it's like I wasn't there for the movie, but mm-hmm. I did I, think the movie was good. I mean, I mm-hmm. thought it was pretty good. And looking back at it, I think I probably should see it again. And because I, I think I would, because the conversations that were had, like about black issues and just like black views and how to like do how to like implement change, there was some really good conversations because they were all different. Right. It's like you know, one group, one you know, one brother he overthrow them, overthrow all the, all the people and kill them, and then we'll take over. Mm-hmm. Another one was like, let's just help them. One people were like, no, we're good, we're so good. let's focus on ourselves. Right. It was it was really good, cause it, and it wasn't like the, anybody was too extreme. I mean, what's his name was a little too extreme. Was it Killmonger? He Killmonger. Was, he was too extreme. But other than that, like everybody else was normal. So, I mean, right. I thought the movie was really good in terms of like just like bringing those conversations to light. Mm-hmm. But like, in, you know, like action and stuff, you know, that's not really my thing. So I didn't, that stuff didn't really get me like that. Right. I probably could do without that. But, you know, I mean, the brothers in the movie, they was all looking good. So, all of them. I thought the main character was really cute. Something about him is yeah, kill so fine. Was. He's not the main character. Kristen. Potato, thought, potato. Listen, I thought Black Panther, whatever his name, I don't know. T'Challa. Or what, what's his real name? I Chadwick Boseman. I thought... Something about Chadwick is fine. It's like, but he's not like regular, like, ooh, he's not like Trey Songs, like, ooh, who is that? Michael fine? B. Jordan fine. No, he's not. He's not like if, Trey Songs. You can't tell. He's not like Michael B. Jordan was my favorite. And he low-key but, is just I super mean, fine. Cause to me, reason. right? None of them were just like, whoo, you know, like, oh, mm-hmm. he is so fine. But something about Chadwick is just like he has like a sex appeal that is just like very yeah. un- ir- irresistible. It's something about it. I and, can but see it's, it. it's not that he's like fine, though. I don't mm-hmm. I can't explain it, but something about him is like you know, like, whew. And if he got a nice personality, whew. Yeah, I saw him in a lot he of interviews. He seems like he's, he's a nice yeah, guy. I, I, I listened like, to his interview on The Breakfast Club. He seems really smart. Yeah. And I was like, Go ahead. For, and, and he 40? What? 42, you know. Mm. Uh-uh. Okay, like, so. He was cute. It's like, something about him is like, very sexy. Yeah. But Therese thought, what's his name, was cute. Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. So, my opinion on the movie mm-hmm. is I definitely liked it, obviously. <laughs> but I feel like what I did, like what you said, everybody's opinions on what to do was different. Mm-hmm. You know, without giving any spoilers away, obviously. Mm-hmm. I but feel it, like, And it was real. Yeah. Man, like it was like, one. even with the villain, it's I'm, like... Hold on, I'm sorry. Can I cut you off real quick? Mm-hmm. That's the same thing about that one time. We, we were sitting on my couch. This has nothing to do with anything. But we were sitting on my couch and I looked at Therese and I, we, were t- we must have been watching, I think we were watching 42. Uh-huh. And I was like, Therese, separate but equal was a good idea. It was just poorly implemented. <laughs> And Therese looked at me like I was. I couldn't even believe you said that. I was like, "What?" Because that's not that's not a traditional view, right? But But it's like the more you talked about it, I was like, "It makes sense." But there is no way good idea. But that's what it made me. There's no way for it to be like that. Well, not now, but I feel like it made me think about conversations like that, where it's just like black people will sit around and say that, and people will Uh be sitting there like, "Right," but if you say that to everybody, they're gonna be like, "Separate but equal." Krista, get out of it. You know, like you can't say that. But if you say that around some some woke. People who who are trying to re- figure out what works, mm-hmm. they will understand where I'm coming from right. with that. That it's like and if we could truly be the, equal, yeah, and it's, us black people just be over here, white people be over here. I feel like things could be good. There will obviously we're still gonna have issues because you know black so people too. have issues with you know within each other. I should I don't know where I got I must got that from my dad, but it was it, it did catch me off guard. <laughs> but I was like I was like what? but then later you probably was like, I was like wait a minute. 
Okay, I see what you're saying. So that's what I felt about yeah. Killmonger. To me, he was like he was no Killmonger not, was more extreme. Okay, I, I was gonna say um, okay, you, I was, so, no, 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 like no, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. Okay, to me, Killmonger it was like he was bringing he, the base of what he wanted to do was, was so was good. Right. It was right. It was like he wants to take. You know, he wants, to, what, he wants, to, he he wants, wants to, to help the black people, or, he, black, or like the poor people, right? Black poor people was it outside of. I, I mean, he was talking. He said, "Your brothers and sisters is, is dying over there, uh, okay. and y'all not doing nothing." It's okay. like, you know, he wants to help people outside of Wakanda with mm-hmm. the things that Wakanda has, mm-hmm. but he wants to do it by any means necessary and extreme. It was like I was so right. with him until he talked like, like, like a Malcolm because Malcolm no, was like I said when I say that. Right, I was like, but he he meant like literally any means. Right, Malcolm was like, if I gotta take you out. If I gotta punch you, I will. But but Killmonger is like, if I, I gotta if I kill gotta, you, and everyone no, Killmonger will, was like, I'm going to kill you. It's like I'm gonna kill you to get the point across. <laughs> just so you know, he's like, you need to die right. for me to do what I need to right. do. And that's for, not, right, and that's not no, no, he's not knocking. But I felt like you know some of the stuff that he was saying was just really, it was really on point. Mm-hmm. But it was like also uh, Lupita, she she had a good side too. I, oh, yeah. You know what I, I she really, probably was the most. Yeah, hers was the most real, like right, realistic and best. To and me. right, um, but I was here for every one of the outfits. I was here for each one of the tribal, you know, looks that they were going for. Mm-hmm. The mouthpiece, the hair, the everything. yeah, because you were saying that they they took. It it's was, like you're taking these from actual African, you know, tribes and countries awesome. and stuff. And I like yeah, it's like and I love that the, the director was black, so he over here just giving them real right. good That's stuff. Why I put that like why are people like oh you giving all your money to white people it's like first off the whole cast is black but marvel is white people who own the superhero he's well, white okay but at the end of the day white people own just about everything. i mean so but, it's like white people gonna get some of your right, money but a lot of black people are getting money from this right movie. people just people i feel like people just money. sensitive yeah it's like come on now like, it's like how am i supposed to ever give money to black people then because it's like giving money to you know well, you football. the local business yeah only only the local business nothing big don't say no. I'm just saying. I'm about to say don't say it like I'm we can't I'm host. Not, I'm not saying it like we don't have anything. You, I'm just saying we don't have much. I'm just saying that <laughs> going to the movies, going to a real movie theater, you're not giving money directly only to black people. You're just mm-hmm. not. So, I, but I'm going to support Black Panther and everything that they. I love that they out here just breaking records. Yes. It's like let me let me break out the records that they. And it was like legit it was like good, good stuff. Though. Yeah. It'd be different if it was just like, oh, this is a black movie and we all here for it and we're going to support it. But it's, a, eh, it's an okay movie. But it was like, this is a legitimately good movie. I just saw that. Did you, I don't know if I said that to you, but it was like, so if the movie is bad tomorrow, we still going to pretend like it's like it's good. People Probably. Like, we die. Right. And it's like, <laughs> it's like what you going to do? <laughs> it's like, we're going to have to act like it's good. It but it been, was actually good. It would have been sad if it was I don't good. think if some, if somebody would have been like, was it good? And I thought it was bad. I probably would have been like, it was But that's cool. you. I would have been, like, been like, it was cool. It was an okay movie. Well, yeah, it yeah. was an okay movie. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be like, oh my god, it was the best movie I never seen. I'll be like, it was terrible. cool. It was like, yeah, but I thought it was really, and just the brothers in that movie was really getting me together. It's like, yeah, they looked really good. They did, and the women were really beautiful too. That's what also I liked. I was watching the interview, and they were like, you know, Wakanda is a good example of how you know how strong and how important the black women are. None of there was no damsel in distress in this movie. It was like every single one of them, from the soldiers with the bald heads, they was. Oh, that's good. They were serious. That's good. Even like and that the, sister. The that little sister, sister, she was smart and she was getting she was everything. Re- I thought that too. I was like, this girl is really smart. She was she was getting and it. And she together. was funny. And that's what I like. I like jokes in the movie mm-hmm. too. It was like they had They some, were subtle. Yeah. And those big um Q-esque brothers, whoever they were. He was fine. He was. I was looking at him. He was like, fine. He was funny. Not that I know, like, y'all, let me tell you right. So Chris's taste. It's like if I could make me a man, he would be chocolate 
six two and have a beard. And I was telling Teresa, like, see, that man right there, like, that's what I want. You know, I'm not, I'm not one of them girls who's like, I want that. I don't want Michael B. No, it's like we had a conversation about him too. It's like he's cool. Like he's a cute. He's a very good looking guy, but like. He gives me boy to mm-hmm. me. He don't give me grown, sexy man. His no. body gives me grown, sexy man. Yes. Yeah, his body is nice. Yes, but like, yes, face, does. he just has such a kitty looking I don't know. Face. His smile is just so... We're not going to get into He's charismatic. Face. He's cute looking. Right. But it's like, eh. I'm telling Teresa, I feel like I look like that though. <laughs> like, I feel like the way I'm explaining him, he's like, he's cute. It's like something about him just don't give me man. Like, yeah. grown, sexy man. Like, mm-hmm. I, I can't look at him and get all that. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, okay, so the, the records, right? Mm-hmm. So, it blew away the record for the largest opening for an African-American director. Oh, that's great. Because the, the highest, it was uh, The Fate of the Fast and Furious, or The Fate of the Furious, which is, you know, Fast and Furious movie. That opened last April, and it made $98 million. And this one made... It's awesome, though, that it was last April. $192 million. Mm-hmm. That's like, that's almost done. And, you know, that's that's more than double. Hmm. Um, it was, um, the fifth biggest opening of all time. Oh, wow. All time. Um, it was just. Oh, wow. And they expect for it to be, um, to bring in two, $218 million for the four day holiday weekend. Oh, what? Four day. Oh, cause no. president's done. Right. Okay. Yeah. So it's just. It's just they they just they just doing good things, mm-hmm. and I, I look forward to a sequel. Yeah, I'll, I'll see the sequel because Chadwick. Oof. Yeah, something about him was just like yes. And I was listening to him on the Breakfast Club, and he was talking about like the African accent, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah. he said that he had to study them. He said that he did a small, a small movie before. Oh, I, I I mean I was listening to another interview. He said he did mm-hmm. a small movie before mm-hmm. before he was because he was in the Avengers movie. That's oh, when okay. his dad died. Like those clips. Oh, okay. You know, that's not a spoiler from the movie because mm-hmm. his dad died in a different movie. Mm-hmm. His dad died and it's like, that's that's where that was from. And he said before he did that, he had to. He did a small movie where he was from South Africa to really mm-hmm. get the voice right. Oh, okay. And I thought the accent was good. I was, I, I liked the Killmongers. He, like, you know, I just don't he didn't know. like, he didn't I, have an accent. And it was just like, it was really African American out here. Mm-hmm. And we, mm-hmm. we African and we coming together. Yeah, Killmonger shouldn't have had an accent. Right. Because he so, was from California. Right. Um, I don't know. I mean, I thought I thought the accent was good. I don't know. I, I, I have to listen to like what certain regions of Africans' accents sound like. I thought he sound he definitely sounded like he wasn't from America, right? So I mean, but it's like I don't I don't know, right? Yeah, I can't. Place he wasn't it. inconsistent or anything. But. Yeah, I can't be like, oh, he seemed like he was going for a Nigerian accent, but it sounds a little Ghanaian. Right. Like, I can't do. All I of wish that. I could do that. Yeah. Um, but. We're gonna we're gonna move past the greatness that is Black Panther, mm-hmm. and we're gonna talk about Drake. So, oh, oh yeah, about that video, it was cute. What you I, I rolling my eyes at you? Oh. I'm rolling my eyes at you. Not not at the video because I was telling you, I was like, Drake is out here giving away all this money. I'm not impressed. I'm not impressed. <laughs> so now when he make a whole video giving like, money, oh, it's cute. I was like, he I'm gave not- away a lot of money. When did you? I don't think you said he gave away a million dollars. I know I didn't, but I was that's about what it was because I was like, he gave you might say like a hundred thousand, like Drake giving away a hundred thousand dollars is like me giving away ten dollars. It's like, but what I told you about multiple givings away, 
was like, he gave this girl some money for tuition. He gave this away. And he was just like, I'm not. If Drake give me $50,000 for tuition, tuition, I am going to bow on my knees and be like, thank you, Lord. But at the same Pay time, I'm not about to do, I'm not going to think that I really hurt, that, that this just did Drake a whole lot of hurt. But he, none of this money came from him. This was the budget for the, the video. Yeah, but okay. But still, it's like, instead, you're going to make a video on. Um, it's just going to, you going to watch me cute. get money. And it's just it like, cute. Drake is really a cute guy. I, that's what I was thinking while I was watching. I was like, you know, yeah, maybe I don't really realize. I always thought Drake was kind of cute, but it's like, for some reason in that video, I was like, y'all sleep. really cute. See, I can't stand people though. Because people just coming on to Drake. I'm, Drake been fine since you, you're gonna be that person. You're going to be that person. It's like, I can't stand that people like this song now. I've known about this song for 50 years. That's like, it's just like, that's like Chance people, people who like obsessed with Chance the Rapper and people be like, I've been on Chance the Rapper for X, Y, and Z. And it's, it's like, like, girl, no, so like, what? I've been on, I've been with Drake since he yeah, wasn't since even he was thinking about rap. rap. Yes. Since he wasn't thinking, then I was with him when he was like a rapper, but it's like, I don't know if this is going to happen for him. Like, I, and then I remember when it's like, you know Best what? Okay, rap. Drake. And now I'm like, he, and it's like, he's always been cute. Like, Drake is just like a really cute guy. His little face is cute. Mm-hmm. But people act like, because he got that beard, he's supposed to be fine now. But it's like, nah, Drake been fine. Nobody's saying Drake ain't been fine. Nah, people don't, people act like he just got fine the last year or two. No, I, I think he's been fine. I just, I people feel like. don't think he was cute and the best I ever had. I just felt like he had a different look. His body wasn't in built. He was just a little smaller. And his head looked long. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? She just broke him down like that. That's what I remember from the best I ever had. I probably thought he was kind of cute, but I was just like, mm. really? I he thought just he was fine on the He grass. just ain't that great. But I thought, I thought he was nerdy looking, though. But I thought he was cute. He, he's always, he's a cute guy. Mm-hmm. Like, he, he's a good looking dude. And I thought the video was cute. At first, you know, sometimes I get annoyed when people, like, showcase their giveaways or, like, what they yeah. do. And, but I kind at first I kind of was like, Drake, don't do the most. I don't think yeah, he needed to get was, the budget up there. Yeah, I thought so. But it was like, he want, maybe he wanted you to know how much money we really did give away. I think you should have put that in the comments. <laughs> like, in the, you know, like, when it came out and been like, we had a million dollars to spend on this budget but like to actually put it in a video i thought that i mean I don't, i'm just i'm just extra like even like in my church and stuff like they'll show you what they gave away a car were you there Mm-mm. oh no they gave away a car last week and it, the video touched me but it was just like i feel like maybe they could just the brother yeah. he was crying Drake I, gave a couple cars got, away it was yeah it was, cute. It was like so i feel like I, I just don't like i think i like the reaction of someone receiving something but i don't think i need to see you you walking up on them and stuff. You know, like being like, Here, here's the money. You know, like I just just show them just show them being cr- just creamy. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I'm weird though. I sometimes I feel like people it's a little showy. Mm-hmm. But like I mean I, I definitely see what you're saying. Cause yeah. I there's something about watching YouTube videos where it's like we're gonna we're gonna give away this money to these people. And then y'all do too much prep. And, and it's, it's like, like just show on, them. Just give right. You try to get me impressed with you right now. <laughs> but I, I like the video. I thought Drake and the song was good too. Yeah, the song is good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was listening to it, and I was like, you know, I've heard this before because I remember I said I didn't have Apple Music. I think I'm gonna get that back though. Because <laughs> well, I was like, ooh la la, I can't even talk. Ooh la la, ooh la la, Christmas. five dollars a month. I see you got some disposable income. Five dollars a month. Everybody like... ain't able. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm gonna get it again because I need to listen. There's something else that I was like, I want to listen to that too. Mm. Um. Oh, I want to listen to the Black Panther soundtrack. People say, oh yeah, good. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, is it mostly him? It, it's he made the whole thing. Oh, yeah, I thought you knew that. I, I knew when you said it, I thought like, people were oh, saying so you listen to some Kendrick. People were saying Kendrick, but I didn't know it was only him. I thought I it mean, was like a soundtrack, like multiple singers. But he he's the one who did the soundtrack. What about the voices though? It's I mean, is it background music? Oh, is that what it is? That's what I. I mean, there's probably some songs. I don't, Kristen. I thought know, it was like some up. music, like some songs. I mean, I don't I'm sure there's some songs on there. Like, uh. 
I don't just want to listen to Kendrick songs. I listen to you know I was listening to one of his songs. Though. I I did like like what was it? Swimming pools. I like I really like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, let's see. Also, you know, you're we are from Cleveland, mm-hmm. not from Cleveland. <laughs> mm-hmm. We do live in Cleveland, mm-hmm. and apparently the team is just the Cle- the Cavs, right? Yeah, they just trading up everybody, huh? Dwayne Wade went to. I heat. was so sad to see him leave. Him and his wife. She getting... got up there playing like yes. No, don't oh, say that. <laughs> <laughs> she looked like she was too happy to be. No, enough. she didn't. She looked like that in, in Ohio too, though. Like she was supposed to, but she was posting videos, and I was like, I am getting my full life that she is in this city. Mm-hmm. I wish I knew where she was. Let me find her. But I was, cause I was like, oh man, I love her so much, and Dwayne Wade is fine too. Like you mm-hmm. know, I was just like, yes. And, and Tiana Taylor's husband is going to Sacramento. Was Tiana too. Taylor's husband? Yeah, Isaiah mm-hmm. Thomas. Mm-hmm. Is that who it is? No, um, Ooh, I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> Amon Shumpert is that his, he was on the Cavs I ain't have a clue mm-hmm. it's like well why was the Cavs losing like why was they why they been losing so much if uh, if they had all these players on the team maybe that's why they're getting traded they're like something about this 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 mix ain't right maybe but um also what's uh what uh Tiana Taylor and mm-hmm. her husband have a new show coming on on VH1 oh I would watch that they for some reason they're just so cute to me I think they both seem funny <laughs> She's funny. She be acting clown with um like with all the sex stuff that she be saying about him. Oh. But it's cute because they're married. Right. So shoot, that's not like something I would do. I wouldn't put it on the <laughs> internet though. Right. Not not the, like the way she 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 too she too she too much on the internet. But yeah. it's like but for for the because they're married. So like to watch the show and see them like that, I'll be like, oh, this is so cute. Right. Like I like that y'all like this. Your bro, your man should get you extra excited. Right. But um. The last thing that I wanted to mention mm-hmm. is that um, I was on Instagram and I saw that there is going to be a new Freaky Friday movie. Oh, really? It's going to be on Disney Channel. And it's coming out this summer with some two people that have no idea who they are. And it's like, why? I don't understand why we need to remake a movie like three times. Yeah. Like, they already had an old version. I thought the second one was pretty good. Right. Lindsay Lohan, she did a good job. Mm-hmm. You just need to leave it alone. And the mom, too. Whatever her name was. Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. I Freaky Friday. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. I've watched that recently. It'll be on It'll be on Disney Channel in the summer. So, if, if y'all want to watch that. Uh, if it didn't come on Disney Channel, I would watch it. I mean, if it came on what family? What is it? Freeform. If it came in theaters, I would watch it. Oh yeah, I would need to know who's gonna be in it. But you know, that's that's all I have. That's everything for me. That's everything. I feel like some other stuff didn't happen. Kristen, we ain't got time to talk forever. What else do you? What else do you have to happen? Ain't been no other stuff. I know there was a portrait of Obama and Michelle, but I didn't really. That must have been a big deal. I didn't really want to get into it because why? I, I didn't like the, the pictures. You didn't like the pictures? Mm. You know, the Obama picture I liked, but the Michelle picture I didn't like. And I feel kind of bad. You want to see it? Have you seen it? I think I have seen it, but I think I've seen that picture remade. What's wrong with it? I don't. Something on her face. It looks. It doesn't look that good. It just looked like, you know, a high school kid could have did that. I mean, it ain't no wild picture. It ain't no. It's like, it's like I've seen artists that I follow on Instagram who might be better than that. Mm-hmm. But I don't. I mean, I think it's good. I don't think it's bad. Mm, I, I didn't like hers. And it was funny when they were undoing it. It's just like she looked like she didn't. She, she looked like she was looking like yeah, okay. They were. Undoing. And these are these what are going to be their pictures. Like taking them, you know, taking them. Are those? In those the are going to be their their president pictures. pictures, right? Oh, it's like these are the pictures that we're using for the rest of our lives, like to to talk about our legacy. And it's just like they're just not that great. So have people been saying that they're not great. Yeah, I've seen that. 
It's like his, I think, is good, but it's like, you know, the flowers in the background. I don't I think really that know. looks just like him. No, yeah, I think it's good. Oh, yeah, I'm like, that's I mean, really good. It looked better. That one looked better than the other one you showed me. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because these look like they got some type of fade on them or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I don't know. I also saw a picture of him um, with like a. A beard? Mm-hmm. I saw that too. He looked good with that beard. I think that was fake. He, I thought, it was fake. I thought he looked okay. I, I, I showed was like, was Obama, good. you must run with me to grow you a beard. Mm. I was like, he looked cool. I didn't think he was like amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I, I know people were acting like he was really fine. I'm like, I mean, he's cute. Shoot, I saw that. I was like, okay. I thought he was cute for sure. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think he was like amazing. Mm-mm. Yeah, but yeah, that's it for me, Kristen. Unless you got something else, that's it. I mean, no, I don't think I have anything else. I'm just surprised. I, I don't know why. It seemed like we went through it quickly. <laughs> I was busting through them. Anyway, it's cool. Um, for you, the listeners of Twenty Something and Living, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a 30-day free trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Personally, I recommend the book Girl on a Train. I'm listening to it right now. It's really suspenseful. Definitely a must listen. But with over 180,000 titles, you'll definitely find a book you'll love. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. That's audibletrial.com slash 20SNL. So hot topics. I have, I have, I have, um, which one do you, you want to do the funny one first or you want to do one more serious first? <clears throat> Let's do serious first. And end That's what funny. I was thinking too. I was hoping you would say that. Okay, why so what? Why'd you give me an option? <laughs> I said I was hoping. I, I would have did the other one. I probably would have been like, well, I kind of was thinking about doing the serious Right. <laughs> but, um, I mean, I mean, you had like a quick conversation about this, but in, in lieu of Black Panther, mm-hmm. a lot of African Americans have been going out wearing African clothing. Mm-hmm. So... From your perspective, do you feel like it's okay? Well, let's talk about the conversation of like being African-American and wearing African clothing. And because that's like a real conversation. And do you feel like it's okay? Okay. And and if you, and, and, and even if you feel like it's okay, why do you feel like it, 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 could it might not, not be? Yeah. Okay. okay. So, you know, when I did see the pictures of everybody mm-hmm. going, I was like, you know, I thought it was cute. I was mm-hmm. just like, oh, yes, mm-hmm. do that. But at the same time, even with, you know, like I was trying to get into different types of head wraps. Mm-hmm. I, I like legitimately had to Google that. I was like, how do Africans did feel? You, did I did you do it. I did Google it. I mean, did you do it? Did I wear my head wraps? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. Oh, okay. I'm say. <laughs> I don't remember. Okay. Yeah, no, I didn't. It was like, how do um, Africans feel about African-Americans, you know, using you know some of their clothing mm-hmm. do they feel like it's cultural appro- appropriation because mm-hmm. you know obviously as much as we say that about to other people that's not something i want to do mm-hmm. so i mean i feel like it's a it's a sticky a sticky situation mm-hmm. because it's like just like you know me asking that's like a white person being like is this okay with black people you ask you could ask three or four and they might say it's okay but a lot of people might not like it mm-hmm. so I want it to be okay because it's like we at the end of the day we are black people mm-hmm. and if we could mm-hmm. we you know we, we would be able to uh, you know link ourselves back to someplace in Africa mm-hmm. but we unfortunately don't have that ability mm-hmm. based on you know things that were not our fault and it's just like it's kind of sad because I would love to be watching that Black Panther movie and be like you know what my my ancestors all the way back would have been in that tribe over there would have been doing that that would have been great Mm -hmm. and i feel like somebody who's african and was watching that and they can really see that in that movie i feel like that should make you feel good yeah and so 
I would want us to be able to do that, and I would hope it's okay, but I feel like me personally, I don't know how much I would, if I would do it. Like wear African clothing? Right, like wear real African, not just like, oh, this this pattern is kind of giving you a... Like you, would buy, you wouldn't buy African clothing from a shop? Right. Hmm. Really? It's like, I don't know, like a real African dress. You wouldn't wear that? It's like, I would be... It's like, I don't want to take that risk right now. <laughs> I don't need nobody from, you know... A country, you know, an African country really being offended by me doing this. Mm -hmm. Because I'm not from, I mean, I don't know where I'm from in Africa. But we could figure that out. We could. Like, it's possible for you to figure it out. So if you figured it out, like, then would you wear it? I probably would. Because you would be like, I'm I'm 70% this. I'm I'm 70% Nigerian and I can Mm -hmm. trace this back through wherever. Mm -hmm. And I would feel somewhat like I I have that ability now. It's like I should be able to do that. That's so deep that we gotta like. It's okay because like for someone who's not listening, who someone who's listening who might not be African American or who might not be black, I should say, not necessarily African American. Mm-hmm. I feel like there is uh, because black people, black African American people, don't have a culture. We've created a culture. Mm-hmm. So like if someone, so we have like, that culture, right? Mm-hmm. So someone, mm-hmm. if we're celebrating a heritage day and black people are like, oh, bring in some food from where you from, you bring we would bring in soul food, some right? Greens, right? Yeah, like, but it's like, but that what? It's like that's American. You know what I mean? Right. Like that's food that had to become our food. Cook. It's right. like right. So it's the like, slave owners gave us this, and we had to make. You know, we had to... What? That's what you did, right? I didn't even think about the slave owner. Part. It's I'm like, thinking about yeah, like they gave you the scraps. No. And we... <laughs> slave owners gave you the scraps, gave you the... Told you you had these three chickens, and you made some food. You made what you could make out of that, and that just became the food that we ate. You think that people that's ate chitlins because we wanted to eat chitlins? That's good. Is that true? Or Yeah, that's true. Okay, I was about to say yeah. now. You making this up? I or I was like... No, but it, I don't know about the chitlins, but I'm just assuming. That nobody was just like, ooh, <laughs> give me some of those chitlins. I feel like you, black people become accustomed to things just the way that they are. You know, having things, you know, we had to have stuff fried in lard because we had lard. Mm-hmm. It's just like, you you gotta work with what you have. Yeah. And that is a good example of what food. black people do. And we, we, we work with the nitty gritty <laughs> and we make greatness. And then, uh-uh, so that's what we, that's what we eat so it's like greens macaroni like fried chicken a lot of good right. seasoning it's right. like that's but it's like but at the end of the day you had, you had to put that seasoning on it because it wasn't gonna taste right without <laughs> right it. you over seasoned because you had to <laughs> now she made that part of right i just assumed, like, I, I just assumed that's what you did that makes sense though right no, it's like i would think you wouldn't use all your seasonings but I feel like you would be like, this This piece of meat is probably not the best. He's not giving you the best meat. <laughs> so it's like, I got to use some of this pepper that he gave me and some of these, you know, seasoning sauce that I made. Mm-hmm. And you got to make it taste I better. mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, okay, so anyway. like back, So I feel like that we don't have a culture. So therefore, like, someone who's listening who might not be, who might not be black, they, they probably like, what? Because I feel like some white people are so blown that we, like, don't... That black... There's a disconnect between African Americans and Africans. Like, without Mm -hmm. a doubt there is. Because we... We are... We know African... We know American culture and we've created a culture within it. Whereas African people have that history of their culture and they... And they have just grown up into it. Like, yeah, they might fix their clothes to be a little more modern or do whatever. I don't know what... You know, like, any culture does. Mm. But they... They can take those patterns and make them a crop top. Right. But those are patterns that they've had forever. Right. Or like just certain certain customs and things that they do. It's like that's versus but we don't know where we're from in Africa. Like they're making tests where we can figure out like what area. And like mm-hmm. Teresa she if she took a test, she probably would be more likely to like wear that. But like it's really interesting how like we should I feel like we should feel a hundred percent comfortable wearing African clothing. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel like we should feel. But as an African person, 
who I personally growing up, like I really felt African like African American. You're not African. African American. Sorry, you're right. No, I. Well, I mean, I kind of want to claim African though. Anyway, I'm not gonna claim it for the sake of the conversation, so it makes sense. But African versus African American. But I feel like I could claim African. You can anyway. feel that way. But you talk. You sit next to somebody who is like straight from Egypt. It's just like. It's like, bruh. You're claiming it, but it's so distant and you don't know. How is it distant though? That's like saying, that's like claiming somebody, somebody's kid being like, you know what? I'm from St. Louis. And it's like, where are you from in St. Louis? Um, my mom, she was born there somewhere. Not my mom, but you know, my great, 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 great grandma, they used to live in St. Louis. But do he still live in St. Louis? No, he doesn't. Then he can't claim he's from St. Louis. Krista. You don't still live in Africa. You ain't never been to Africa. But, I, you but he, you but he, he, he can't claim that he... That's the difference because you're saying like the city. No, he's... That's easy to say like, oh, I'm not from that place. Mm-hmm. Versus... No, I feel like to, to be like, I'm not a St. Louisan. It's like, no, because you're not. You didn't... You weren't raised in St. Louis. Now, you might have family that are St. Louisan, sure. But like me, like heritage-wise, that's different than where you... Where you like what city you link to. Mm-hmm. I'm African. Like... Before the sake of this conversation, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with African American. I have, you, you know, I have that you're not African. It's like you can't. You have to be African. It's like you can't be nothing but. Like I ain't got nothing from Africa. I just remember one time. Oh, what I was gonna say is, mm-hmm. as a kid, I remember there was people did not. We were rude to Africans. So See, that's what you I was, said that, and I never was like that. Which blows my mind because it I was mean, like that. I mean, you know, in the summer, oh, you getting blue black. You know, people say stuff I, like that, or. That is, I've heard that a lot, and I have never heard but even that. In if, even if you don't, but even if you don't realize that that we say, because one time you would be like, you said your brothers were dark, and you said they they're like from Africa. Did I and, say that? Yeah, you said they look like they're from Africa, and you said, "Why you say that?" That makes you sound. But I'm just saying, thing. like that's, but that's just growing up, and mm. we and we we're ignorant, and we mm. think that because we live in America, we're older. I mean, I mean, we're better. And I think that's what's made us America disconnected. Really does that to you. It do, and even for Black people, that's why I feel like a lot of Africans might have some type of anger towards us. Because, mm-hmm. but I feel like, like you would say that they're African, and you, and and it, but if I'm Black, Trish, you about the same color as them. You kind of was like, nah, don't put that on me, and you kind of said it like, like you know, like like I'm not that African Black. It's like that's what people do. Like they they make people even Black people will make fun of Africans' lips. Like they'll be like, my lips are big, but they ain't like African lips. Like that's a ter- and I remember when high in college, just college now. Mm-hmm. So this wasn't that long. Early college, so I remember I said to my roommate, I go, I go, we're, a-, I said the same thing. I go, we're African. And she mm-hmm. was like, I am not African. And she said it like, don't call me that again. And I was like, you know what? First off, I don't know if I should be offended. You should you be offended. I'm not African or I'm not offended with the way that you did this test. But I'm goofy because as a kid, I just would be like, well, I'm African. You know, mm-hmm. I thought I'm African. Yeah, I'm from America because I was forced here, but I'm African. Because mm-hmm. our ancestors were forced here. You're like, yeah, exactly. But you over here like, no, Chrissy, you're African. But regardless, I understand. Right now, where I'm coming from is not in the sense that I don't want to claim Africa. It's just like I feel like I can't <laughs> claim Africa I so think, much. I think that we as are a kid, I probably time. wouldn't want wouldn't have wanted to. Yeah, as a kid, people, it was like, that's, I guess, but that's, as a kid, I think I would have, I would have said I was African. I don't, I don't think, I would have like, I'm black. If somebody that. was like, oh, you're African, I'm like, I'm not African. And I didn't, and see, the problem that there is, I didn't mean that as, I mean, I don't think that I meant that as, Krista, I am not from Africa. <laughs> it was more of a, I'm just not from Africa, I'm black. I'm a black African American. Like, like that is just so. And the fact that African is linked to who we are anyway, we yeah. African Americans, we, well, I mean, I feel like I think that that we have been rude to Africans before, yeah. and then I was, they also, one girl was telling me she's saying her family is from Africa, and she was saying that 
people think that we're ungrateful here. So that might be a part of the reason why they don't really mess with us. Like we're that. ungrateful? Yeah, they were like, you know, we have a lot of stuff here. So it's like, I understand y'all got all these issues and y'all ain't treated fairly, but y'all don't realize what y'all got. So it's, it's tiring mm. for us to hear. I so I think that. it's like people... They like we have real issues over here, and y'all. I feel like that's yeah, but it's like you can't act like just because I have more of this, I, my issues aren't real. I'm still disrespected by white people and the police, so don't act like and the know, job, and right? Everybody, like, everybody, and the school and professors. It's like but, not only am I, I'm, I'm black. I'm a black woman. I'm disrespected by just about everybody. Right. So it's like we can't act like my struggle not real, but I can understand that your struggle is a different. There's a different magnitude to your right. struggle, but yeah. Well, know. that's so they, but, but she was saying how like they, they, some people are annoyed with us because like, she didn't even bring up the fact that like as kids, we didn't want to claim them. She was mm-hmm. saying more like, y'all, we think some Africans think y'all are ungrateful. And mm-hmm. she was like, but she was like, but we still love that y'all are like coming into your self and you're claiming us. And, and I have heard people who say when they go to Africa and they visit that those people are so welcoming. Oh, really? I've heard, I've never heard somebody be like, I went to Africa and I want me over there. Hmm. Have you heard that? No. I feel like anyone I've heard who talks about their experience in Africa, they say it was an amazing experience. And I That's think, good. so I feel, I feel like we're more, it's, it's just, it's nerve wracking because it's like, I really do be feeling uncomfortable. And I always can pinpoint like those four people that you know, you know, that, that I've known and, and they were very Afrocentric and they wore those patterns and stuff. But, and you know, like, and, and you just kind of noted that about them. But now it just seems more like the only thing I worry about is that it's becoming a trend yeah you know so i don't want something to become a trend i want to just become like what it is it's like that's like mm-hmm. natural hair though people say oh this natural hair thing is just a trend but i don't want it to become a trend i want it to become a like what you do you know mm-hmm. what i mean we don't do perms anymore yeah it's like, no i want to say that you can do a perm but don't think that this natural hair thing is a trend it's not gonna go away you know mm-hmm. what i mean like i don't that's what i'm thinking like don't think that the dashiki is gonna be a trend i want it to right. be People People are, I want my grandkids to wear dashikis. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I want my grandkids to and have a natural had a dashiki? Dashiki? My, my mom, mom had one. With her afro. She would have a dashiki. I feel like in the 70s. I feel like my mom didn't have no dashiki. In the 70s, I feel I like really they, they were trying to they were trying to do some of that branching too. Mm-hmm. It was becoming more about, you know, black power. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to claim some of that Africa. Mm-hmm. And we step, I feel like we stepped away from that a little I bit. I think we did too. And now... We kind of coming. We're back coming to back, it. which I so appreciate. hopefully when it, we have kids, stay. I'm mm-hmm. really hoping that when we have some kids, that they will be like, "Mom, where's my dashiki? Can you come do my twist out?" I know. Don't that sound cute? <laughs> it does. It's Mom, like, where's my dashiki? <laughs> it's like I want, and then she'll be like, "Can you come? Can you take these twists out?" Like I want it to be like we are we because I feel like we're coming back into like we're black, not black, but we're, we we do have that African history. Mm-hmm. It's like, bro, like I want to take a test to figure out where I'm from so I can go visit that area. That would be really. Cool. That's what I I need to do I that would before do that. I die. Yeah, because I want because I need I want to go visit and just see and my dad always see, said see where the ancestors really are. Yeah, and it's just like, like and just go and just see the culture. I feel like that would just be amazing on a different type of level. Yeah, like it, it ain't that ain't like, no regular. I, why I feel like I'm just gonna step I off the plane and just being like. Loki, you feel like a sense of. I think I would maybe you feel a sense of home. I think that I would, would be kind of cool. I think I would feel like what is it like? We have um, it's not. I want to. Oh, I was talking about this the other day. It's like we don't have a abandonment issues. We have like lots of origin issues. It's like you mm-hmm. don't know who you are. Issues. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, so I feel, I feel like, like, like in just about every black person. You yeah, got, you got a little bit of that because you don't. Yeah, so I feel like if we went to Africa, I think I probably probably bring me to tears because I would just be like, wow, like this is. This is this, this, this is me right here. Yeah, it's like this is what I should have been, and then you kind of start to realize, like, wow, and then you would look into it and just like try to understand it more. And you, it's just like anything. That's just, this is this is a completely smaller note, but that's just like I was telling Therese. Um, 
I, um, you know, as a kid, I just never really messed with lotion, you know, and <laughs> I never really scented messed with lotion. scented lotion. Right. Don't always, say lotion. Would, yeah, not right. lotion. I never messed with scented lotion because I was just like, I don't really mess with it like that. I don't, I don't like flowerly scent. Like, they give me a headache. And then I was telling Teresa, like, I'm coming, I'm becoming grown. Like, I'm starting to realize, like, there are so many other scents and mm-hmm. I'm realizing what I, scent I like. And it's like, I love scented lotion now. It smells great. And I smell yeah. good. And I smell like a woman. I smell like Krista. And it's like, that's how I feel like you will leave Africa. Like, I'm, I'm becoming who I'm supposed to be out here. This is, I needed this to evolve. And I think my dad, he been talking about going to Africa for a long time. Oh, you guys should go. That'd be cute. It's like, yeah, but me and my dad, unless we're from the same place, we might have to take separate trips. Because I want to. <laughs> he's your dad. He, you should have somewhere where he's from. I know, but my mom, I don't, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, but it's like, but uh, yeah. if his mind coming up 40% and, what, and he 80% or something, it's like, I want to, I don't know if I want to. I'm gonna need to I go to another assume. place. Yeah, that's true. It could be like it might, he might be in another. I don't know, but we could, we could take the same trip, but we might have to go down separate ways. Or you could just visit his, and he could visit yours. Yeah. But okay, <laughs> my mind also thinks: Do you feel like you would come back, or you could come back with a sense of hostility towards more hostility towards white people? Because I feel yeah. like I could see myself being there and I would be thinking, like you said, this is who I could have been. This is, what, Not this that, is where I should have been. This is right. This If people would have left us alone, yeah. this is where I could have been. This is where I should have like, been. I I, yeah. Could have, but you know, people move. This is where I should have been. Should have been. Africa, the yeah. continent. This is where I should have been. Mm-hmm. And you guys took that from me. Mm-hmm. You took that not only from me, but you mm-hmm. took that from my mom, my grandma, my my dad, everybody. I'm, and it's yeah, like, I would you have just walk around and you... I mean, I would have some hostility, but I also try to understand that everything happens for a reason. Like, every, yeah, everything that's, that's happened to me... Is Maybe I wasn't meant God's to be over plan. There. Yeah, it was in God's plan. So it's like, I wasn't supposed to be to live in Africa. Because there are people who, who I met in college and they was born and raised in Africa. So mm-hmm. it's like, you know, like... They was supposed. They lived there, so that something about them was meant to be there, and right. that just made me think. I remember I did an interview with this one boy, and he was saying like he said the same thing about being African. This has nothing to do with my question, but he was like I, he's like I was raised. He was like in my family they spoke. I can't remember the language he said, but he's like they spoke that like mm-hmm. in my home, and he was like I I don't know it like I should have because. I was picked on for mm-hmm. for speak for for like talking like that, and he was like, I didn't really want to know it. And he's like, now that I've gotten older, I kind of wish I did. And I was like, that is so sad. That's that's what that's what I thought. I, I feel like any kid that comes from that has uh, parents that come from a different country, mm-hmm. I feel like there ha- there was probably some of that when you were growing up. I, yeah, and that's why I would really make an effort to send them to a more diverse school. I feel yeah. like a kid who comes from a different country, I mean, racism is big enough too. If they speak like them, but you're a different race, it's like that's gonna be hard. Yeah. But if they, if, I mean, not speak, if they look, if they if they don't, if you look, if you're a different color. Mm-hmm. And then, then all the most people at the white school, you're gonna have a lot of problems. You still speak like them, mm-hmm. but when you put them in an actual school and they can't speak like them, it's like, and they look different. It's like they almost coming off like a different creature. Mm-hmm. So it's like I would, I would really make an effort, and I might even think about the city I raised them in because mm-hmm. some cities are better. Like you, yeah, you raise for- a child in San Diego or something, like they wouldn't have the same issues as raising a child in St. Louis, right? Or even you know, Cleveland. even in St. Louis, it's like. I feel like until I went to high school, even though, you know, that's not that long, but it's like, I don't, I don't think I had even really seen or gone to school, not seen, had gone to school with anybody who was not black or white. In my grade school, there was nobody who was Asian. There were no Hispanic people. It was, you was black or you was white. And there weren't that many black people. That's a whole shame. Ain't that a shame? It is. That's like, you know, I was talking to, um, 
my friend and she was saying she said she was surprised she was like I, I only knew black people like until i went to college i didn't know no white people and she was like i'm really surprised that you went to all white schools and i was like really i was like there's a lot of white people right. i mean black people who went to all white schools but they still are very like in tune with being black yeah but I feel like a lot of us all have stories. A lot of us can kind of all relate and be like, there was definitely a time when I wish I wanted, mm-hmm. I wanted some white skin. Yeah. Did you have that? Probably when I was younger. I wanted to. I don't know. It's like when I think of the last time that I had like for real white friends, right? Mm-hmm. I was like. I was not that long ago. Right. Yeah. Into the white culture and all of that. I don't See, think. I never was in the white culture. I'm sorry. I was. But I don't think. <laughs> it's like in those moments, I don't think that I wanted to be white so much as I wanted to look i think more about the body type i wanted the white girl body type Mm, it's like you know they're they're just like that's deep that's good (laughs) it's like i wanted the white girl body type but i don't think that i needed my skin i want like when i tell you i wanted that topanga um put your fingers through your hair thing i wanted that but i didn't if i could have been a black girl who could do that and was look like so you look like a white girl but but i'm not but i'm brown out i probably would have done that Oh, uh, I wasn't, sad. I, don't even I wasn't in their culture. I feel like I went, I went to school with them. I was in, I was in their culture. It was no, like, it the, I listened to, not to say that my parents didn't, cause my parents listened to black music in the car mm-hmm. and you know, they're black people. My family is black, but it's like a lot of my family is white. <laughs> I have, you know, most of my mom's brothers and sisters married to white people and we white over there. So it's like, I was into the, the white culture. Mm-hmm. I think I I was very aware of the white culture because I because I went to school with so many white people, but mm-hmm. my friends were black. It's like so when I came mm-hmm. home, you know, we turned on One Hundred Six Park, like you know we. <laughs> I wasn't watching that show that came on MTV, but I watched One Hundred Six Park. But my brothers were more into that One Hundred Six Park. But I would listen to One Hundred Six Park, but I would still be listening to you know my Jonas Brothers and my whatever white. It's like I knew of Jonas Brothers. I'm like that now though. It's like I still know about the the, the hit white song because of like mm-hmm. who I work with and like See, I don't, and on the I don't pop know radio. So much. I just try to stay away from pop radio. No, I mean I still I listen to it every once in a while. And it's like I, I still know most hits, you know. But mm-hmm. like, but like, black, I've always been pretty involved with white black culture. So I feel, but not not like I I think I'm more I'm more woke though now. Mm-hmm. So next question. I feel okay. like we've been talking about this for a while. I had another question, but you know what? This made me think about something else, y'all. So yesterday. I saw this 40-year-old brother, and I came home, I told Therese, and I said, Therese, this brother was fine. Mm-hmm. I said, like, he was fine, Therese. He wasn't, he wasn't cute. I was there, Chris. He wasn't okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, you a nice-looking old man. It was like, you fine. Like, I would I would date you fine. Like, not like, oh, that's a cute daddy fine. Like, you see, there's levels to this. That's what I said. Go ahead and get anyway, to father. So, I came home, and, you know, I had another hot topic, but we're going to do this one instead. What was the other one? So, no, we'll do next week. Not and, next week. And week I, we got to, so... We had a conversation about sugar daddies. <laughs> yeah. And we both agree, like, nah, we ain't we ain't here for the sugar daddy life. No. Oh. Um, I was like, did I say that? I ain't I mean I wouldn't be doing no sugar daddy. I wouldn't then. be doing no sugar daddy. But I wish but, I could. But I was like, what could, could you do the zaddy life? I don't know what that is. The zaddy. You see zaddy. I know what you're saying. Like, but I don't know what that you includes. You never heard nobody say that? I've heard the word before, but I don't know what that includes. Like what it's does like, that mean? You know, that's like poppy. You know, like it's like zaddy. It's not, you don't call. I mean, yeah, some people will call their boyfriend zaddy, but that's a joke. But it's like, would you do like zaddy? That's like a daddy, but he's a zaddy. You know what I'm saying? He's so, fine. It's like this is. Would you date somebody who is forty and fine, and you genuinely like them? That's what it I'm would saying. Take a lot. I'm saying like, <laughs> Chris, my answer ain't about to change. <laughs> It's like if you so let's say it you take a lot for me to date somebody who's thirty two. Let alone two. You a whole twenty six. I said what I said. My my range is, is 
Kristen, for who? You? I'm sorry that you want to date grandpas, but I don't. I, I want somebody who's 27, 28, 29. That's about my cat. But, you know, I could probably do a 30, 31. But that, I said 30 is not Kristen, daddy. I do not care how fine the brother is. Saying, he's still too old. No, but not even if he's fine. Well, then he's, what else is he? You get along. You get along really, really well. Y'all morals are would, similar. You know how, how much it would take for me to even be entertaining a, a 41-year-old man? Be looking at you like, brother. <laughs> so, no, but no. let's say you did. Let's I'm, say you had I'm a co-worker. Sorry, I got a, I got a let's say you had a co-worker. <laughs> let's say you had a co-worker. And y'all, and at first you're just like, oh, this, let, me, let me work with a fine brother. I would be looking at him from the jump like he, that's a fine brother. I'm like, but you okay. want it. I would look yeah. at him like, okay. <laughs> He's an attractive older man. <laughs> and that would have nothing to do with me. I'd be like, he could date somebody's auntie. That's so cute. And move on. Ew, I wouldn't think none, none of that was for me. <laughs> so it would be easier if you'd become friends with him. See, I would. Yeah, I could become my, friends with him. Therese, please. Let some 40 year old come to my job. I would be like, mm. I could be friends I'll with I'll be looking at him like, okay, well, let's say you're friends. Let's, that would be easier if you, know, if you became friends with him and then like you started to like him. Mm-hmm. You Tell me you wouldn't date I'm somebody. I'm not saying that I wouldn't. If I really started to like him and we was like for real friends. Not like for real. Y'all, y'all cool. It's like, but I'm picking up like we have a lot of the same stuff. I don't know. I wouldn't. I feel like you're not like best friends, but it's like you're good. You're friends. It's like you like him. Well, I see him outside of work. Yeah. It's like someone who you, you probably have seen him outside of work. You hang mm-hmm. out. It's like, but he's a good looking older guy. Y'all really bond. It's like he. All and I'm thinking is like, what are we doing outside of work? He probably got kids to go take no, care of. No, like let's say he doesn't have kids. Why don't you have kids? <laughs> you don't have one kid? You 40. Maybe because he hasn't found the one yet. I guess men can just have kids forever, right? Because <laughs> the 40 year old yeah. woman, I would think that she either, she just decided not to have kids. Not like. Oh, like she doesn't want them. Maybe right. he's, no, maybe he's just like, I. I thought you were going to say he don't want them. I'm like, well, we don't need to talk either. No, okay. Well, let's say, like, y'all, you realize, like, you're. Your background, not backgrounds, but like what you're interested in is very similar. Mm-hmm. The way that you would raise kids is similar. Like a lot of things, like those those fundamentals. It basically, you know, like that stepping stone where like it's like I'm trying to figure you out. In 15 years, though. No, it's like I'm trying to figure you out, though. Like you know, like that that, and then and then you realize like all of that matches. You really, I, I'm gonna speak from my perspective. I'm not though. saying Pretty, that. No, I no, no, let me do my perspective. No, because you was asking me how you gonna switch over to your perspective. You're not done with me yet. I'm not saying. <laughs> That I wouldn't, but I'm just saying it would take more than it would take for somebody who's 20, 28, a lot more, actually. Somebody who's 28, I feel like I, my mindset would be, oh, this fine brother who's 28 and he's at the job. My mindset would click on the, I'm yeah, eight-year-old, fine brother. That's my husband. I'm like, God, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like a 40-year-old, I feel like, you know, he's just a friend at the job. I feel like if he's fine, though. No. And it's like, and it's like I'm sexually attracted to you. It's not, I'm like, you know, like that's being sexually attracted to a 40 year old. You can, that's the difference between he's a fine older man and, and he's fine. That's I don't like got to hit him with that older man. He's fine. I'm not going to say that. Like, <laughs> that's like Christopher Maloney, whatever his name is from Law and Order. I used to think that brother that's was a good looking guy. Exactly. But he's a, he's a good looking older man. Not in them early ones. Christopher, how old was I when Law and Order came out in 90? We wasn't even born when he was in the older one. Came out in 90. 1990. Law and Order? 2000? No, no, no. It's, I'm about to say. No, I'm thinking about another show. Not, okay. 1999. He came out like 2000. Yeah, like he was a good looking dude. It's like, I feel like some men are like, I can look past the fact that you old. What's his name? Like, um, the 41 year old. Oh, no. I was thinking about, um, what's his name? Uh, from The Wire. I don't know. Oh, yeah. You know who he Idris. is. Idris. 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 Me, Idris. Hold on. Idris. He got married. I know. 
He and, and he married somebody who's like twenty nine. She's young. You know, Idris. I can make an exception for him. Let him come on the street. I would. Idris don't look like he don't look forty. He looks like he's fifty fifty seven. What have you seen, Idris? Yes, Idris looks old to me. Like he look, he look like a fine daddy to me. That's exactly what he he look too old. Like I'm not gonna, I wouldn't date no fifty seven year old. Now that's that's older than my parents. Would you? You wouldn't. <laughs> that's still older than my parents. And you know what? <laughs> not you really. You really think I would date a fifty seven year old man? Kristen, I don't know what you. That's would thirty do. years older than me, Therese. Like that. <laughs> if you do fifteen, you mess around and do thirty. I don't know. No, that thirty. Idris, are you really gonna say that he look like he fifty seven? He looks the same age as my parents. No, he does not. Not that your parents look old. He don't look that 57. He looks, how old is he? 45. To me, Edwards looks quite old. It's something about him. I uh, don't know. Just, ooh. But like, he's a Stop good, disrespecting he, my he's husband. a good looking man. But he looks, he looks like an old, like, like if, like if that was your dad, I'd be like, man, Teresa's dad kind of fine. You know, mm-hmm. but I definitely kind of fine. You see what I'm saying? It's like, I wouldn't even look Please. at him. I mean, yeah, if he walked by, I'd like, be at your house just like, bruh. I mean, if he was like, hey, hey, Chris, I'd be like, hi, you know, versus like another Don't flirt day. flirt with I'll, my dad. I wouldn't flirt with him, but I would be a little more happy to talk to him versus another day. Oh, hi, Mr. Pulley. Right. Versus another day, <laughs> and I would just be more like, hi, you know, but him, I kind of be like, hey, I'd be like, you know, your dad's cute. It's like having somebody having a cute brother or something, right. you know, but it's like, but me, from my perspective, yes, I would date a 40, a Zaddy. You see, that's, there's levels to this. Mm-hmm. You talk like a 40-year-old, you got the swag of a child, of a kid, not a kid, that's but it. you got the swag of a young person. You talk like a young person. We vibe well. We we got all of this. Why would I pass that up? What? Because he's old. But he's not that old. 40, I was just telling you, like, 40 is pretty young. Like, I was talking to my dad, and my dad was like, you know, I'm a relatively young guy. Like, if he was like, if I die... That's pretty young. And I was like, mm-hmm. right. People would be like, but he yeah, was so... Like, like I said earlier, that's young for death. <laughs> not for dating a, a girl in her 20s. Mm. And not even who's 29. You're 25. <laughs> oh, Therese. And I feel like you would just be... Tra- you, you, I, I was like, I'm going to change that topic because I, I feel like a zaddy. Like a z- There's level... You, so you're thinking about it like a creepy old man. No, I'm not. You need to think about a fine... Kristen. I 41... Just, if you were dating, why well, I want to call him by the name of the movie? Idris? No, yeah. uh, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, I would still think the brother was old. I was like, Christy, what would you really think that? Christy, he don't even look. It 40. doesn't matter though. It's not even about the fact that you look old. Yeah, he's old. Me- <laughs> Christy, he is forty-one. What was he doing when you? What were you doing when he was twenty? Not too much living. It was just like, bro, was I in kindergarten or something? Right. <laughs> like you, a whole child when he could drive. Come on now. But that's anything. Like, but it's just like I feel like I think that that you can have a range and a preference. Like, I would prefer to date someone who's like twenty eight to thirty. Yeah, that like that's that's a good twenty seven to thirty. Yeah, me, I want twenty. I want like twenty eight to thirty, like three years older than me. Mm-hmm. Three to five years older than me. That sounds really perfect, right? Mm-hmm. That's a per- like if I met me a twenty eight year old brother who looks like that man in a Black Panther, black tall, loves the Lord. Whew, I would think I hit the man. I would, I would date somebody who was twenty twenty six. The same age as me. I've, you know, I've never talked to nobody the same age as me. I'm sure I have. Maybe I have. But, like, I can't You either think... like them young or you like them old. I like them, yeah. No, I don't like them young. It's just, like, I'll meet you and be like, how old are you? I'm 23. 23? You 23? Like, why are you 23? You know? Like... Because that's how life works. But, or you'll meet them and, and they'll be like, I'm 32. 32? You 32? Like, <laughs> no. So, I don't say that. Like, I'll be like, oh, well, That's how I was. I would be thinking that in my mind. Like, 32. It's a little older. But so you always date younger women? No, I'm joking. Yeah, that's funny. But I think, like, if we vibed, 
we vibe, Therese. And it's like, I'm sexually attracted to you. Not, no, I'm sex, not, not. I hear you. Teresa's face is doing, is making it look like you just ain't hearing nothing I'm saying. I'm hearing you, but it's not about to change It's my like, face. I'm saying, the se- it, it, you, you can think an older man is fine and not be sexually attracted to him. It's like, I'm sexually attracted to this man. Like, I would marry this man and want to sleep with him. Fine. Yeah. I would definitely date him. That sounds amazing. And he has more money. Everything's talking about It's money. like, and I was, <laughs> talking to my friends and I was like, you know, I've been saying I need some nice things. And I was sound like, like a straight gold digger. Like, I've been saying that you know I can use some nicer things. Shoot, I can use some nicer things too, but right, exactly. I gotta wait till and I get 25 paid. Twenty-five girl ain't gonna be able to get them to you unless right. he's a lawyer I, or I gotta, an engineer. I gotta wait till I get paid. <laughs> when I get paid, I can't get them. When I get paid, I'm just paying bills. Okay, Where me too. So when I <laughs> so I need a twenty-five a twenty-five girl unless he's one of those people who just have a really high-paying job. Mm-hmm. And you went into one of those industries like that. Why most 25 year olds are tight. So when I'm out here looking for lawyers, that's that's some gold digger type stuff too. So what? Older men or lawyers, Krista? What you want to do? Why do I feel like an older man sounds better? I guess. It's like for real. Like if you was don't like, I got a fine 40 year old or I got you, I got a fine 25 year old. I'm going to take the 40 year old. Okay. <laughs> well, lead a 25 year old for me. It's like I'm definitely. He's a, he's a year younger than me. I'll take you. I don't need no day nobody younger than me. But. <laughs> It was just funny because I was just like, I was so excited. Tweets was like, mm-hmm. I told you, 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 I feel like you should see him again. Oh, yes, I know. Settle down. Ooh, Therese. It's like, I want to meet me a fine. I feel like something about a, even a little, even a little, what's pepper? A little pepper. Salt, Salt pepper. pepper? I think that looks a little, Exactly. But I, I think that looks good. Can I finish what I was going to say? Like, I think that lo- looks good, but I feel like I would appreciate that in my husband once we both age. Not right now. I don't know salt and pepper right now. I like grown men. It's like that one brother. Remember I told you at church? He's mm-hmm. like a straight silver fox. And I was like, that man is cute. He's a good looking man. What? Like, and you even, and he walked by and Teresa was like, I see that too. I see it too. But it's not, if he would have been like, oh, he's trying to talk to me. I'd be like. Well, I don't something about that at the church. I'm, I'm that just, young. that ain't a good look. You probably mm-hmm. shouldn't do that at the church. Yeah. Unless you feel like I'm your wife. Now that's different. If you feel like I'm your wife, you know, you pursue what are you, me. What are you getting that from? From God, like you getting that, like maybe our interaction. I'm about to say, what interaction? You're picking you? up that, like we've spoken. It's like uh, you and you starting to be like, I really feel like she I'm thinking. Be I'm thinking like that, that. we hadn't spoken. Oh no, I talked to him before. He got a nice personality too. It's fine, and he's fine for real. Do you and have he probably like fifty seven. You have any more questions, Kristen? The brother, no, this brother at church, y'all. He he not forty. He he probably he might be sixty. Mm, that's a little old. Date somebody's think? grandfather. That well, cause he looks like he could probably be older, but he looks good. He looks he like look he, real good. He looked like he, he looked like 50, if that was my grandma's 55. man, I'd be like, you better. Oh, grandma's man, he's a cougar. <laughs> he looks like he's fifty five. See, if he looked that good, I might, I might go. It's like, <laughs> but that's, but that's rare. Like you know, like a fifty five. That's that's old. Like that's too old. You know, yeah. but forty, it's like that's only. I can't even imagine bringing on 55 year old to meet my parents. My parents would look at me like I had lost my mind. Teresa, how old is this brother? <laughs> my parents would be like, I don't think my parents would go to that. Uh, they would go. I'd probably I, not tell I them until I got there. Oh, no, my, my mom, mom would be like, My mom wouldn't like that. My mom would be like, She wouldn't want that shot. She would have sat down at that table like, This is his father. My mom would walk outside for some <laughs> air. Cause she, would, she wouldn't have appreciated that shot. <laughs> she would have been like, and my dad was... Christy, you know what? I don't like she, the fact that you brought me here. Right. And you don't want to let me I know? I would have on the phone. I would have been like, he's... But is he, is he? But if he's 55 versus 40, that's not the same thing. The same 55-year-old could be, my, could be my father. Like, that could be my straight dad. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, versus but, a 40-year-old to my parents is a little young. My dad would say that. He'd be like, oh, you're like kind of young. You know, you're just 40. 
They would say that. But that's not that's not what your dad is thinking when he's talking about he thinks you young, young. He thinks that, that brother's young. You're not young. That's like me talking about a 15-year-old. Yeah, they're young. But if I see a seven-year-old, that's a that's a child. <laughs> young. He thinks he thinks you Loki a child and and the 40-year-old is just young. Therese. Okay, well, let me hop on to an old man. Go give, ahead. Give I'll be at the way. He's going to be buying Therese nice stuff, too. He's going to be like, Therese going to be living. He's going to be like, Therese need to stay with him. <laughs> he bought me too much nice stuff, Krista. I, I might save it. <laughs> if he was like, you know what? I, I have I don't have any kids. I've been living by myself. And he's like, I so I've been saving over these years. And he, and he was like, I know you've been having a hard time. So I went and bought you a, I don't know. What? I don't know. He bought you some furniture, a furniture set. Me? <laughs> I was like, Krista, you need to get his money need to be more managed. Why are you giving me stuff? If he bought me a Vitamix, Krista, I'm messing around here. I like this brother. You need to marry him. I know. I would think I need to marry him too. I'd be like, he buying Vitamixes? He got Not even money. for me. We shoot. mixing well? Right. What he buying me? Cars? Like, right. shoot. Krista, I, I paid the car off for you. If a brother paid my car off. Please don't. That he would make me fall out in the street. I would literally ball. Because that's so nice. It's just like, you done took so much so much debt off of my life right here just paid my car off. He's like, you, she said so much debt. It's like, you really just made me a much happier person. Right. That's one bill that I don't have to pay every month now. Yeah. And to him, that could just be like a small bill. Because like he has money. He ain't got no kids. He been, he, he don't, he, you know, he's, he's comfortable. Picture mm-hmm. like uh, 20, 15 extra years of saving. It's like, come on, you gonna, mm-hmm. you be way better off. Yeah, you would be. Right. Don't that yeah. sound good? Versus a person with Why? Well, I forget that we're recording. Right. <laughs> Versus a person with student loans, just started paying on them. They $30,000 in debt. Like, what? This brother over here, he, he, mm. with a little salt and pepper, he's grown. Ain't dealing with the gang. I was thinking that, too. Like, I feel like an older man, ain't, they, 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 they more mature. Yeah. That would make you want to, you know, you ain't not trying to date no kid. Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I, want, I want somebody grown. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't understand. Like, I saw that man. I said, this brother is fine. I was like, why is his brother so fine? Like, you know, like, uh-uh. it's rare to see an older man and think he's fine. That's not the same thing as thinking he's... Like, even the guy at, ch- at church... Like, I'm not sexually attracted to that man at church. Mm-hmm. I think I could be. If he... <laughs> like, what if he, time, I'm probably... Right, if, if I wanted to be. But, like, that... Bro- when somebody's 40 and you walk in and I think that, as soon as you walk, like, gosh. Had to chill a little bit. Like, that's a lot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. That's how I felt. I feel like Teresa, she said, you need, you need, you think she's thinking about a creep, y'all. Teresa can't think of it right now. But if you saw a fine old I'm not man, thinking about a creep. I'm no, you saying, think. <laughs> I don't know. But. Say I'm just not seeing it, but. I feel like you need to go, you need to look up fine 40 year old men. Krista, I didn't see a fine 40 year old I don't think you have. I have. No, because. Idris is 45, and I think he's very fine. Okay. And if Idris is by, you will be like, yes. If, yes, Idris. Well, that's good. Good. So you I would. Said, I said that already. I know you did, but you would. It sound like you would date not no regular people. brother. It just got real money, so he got to have. So what? He got he got to be famous or something? Nah, he got to have real for real money, and he got to be fine, and he got to and we got to we got to click. Hmm. Your article. <laughs> Why don't you want to keep? I was looking it up. Oh, not you over there like. There was a pause in there. I was like, your article. I know I know what's next. Like, dang. Um, I don't know. The point is, y'all, I want me a zaddy. Loki, I, re- I really mean that, too. Like, it's like I'm joking, but I'm, I'm kind of not at the same time. I'm joking, but I'm serious. Like, I know. <laughs> Teresa's like, I need me a 25-year-old boy. Can you imagine if we went on a double date? And, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> you sitting there with that old man. <laughs> you would be like, Krista got me out here. Right. Let me see. I didn't see it. Her, her and her father out here. <laughs> okay. Um, so the article. Like I said, y'all. So, um, you know what? I, I realized that since the new year, I had not worked out. And mm-hmm. up until this week. And I was, and like, last week I was, what? I said me neither. And not you just started bugging up. That's just because I was trying to think about before the new year when I had worked out. Oh. <laughs> I don't know what that was either. I got my hair straightened mm-hmm. um, at the end of the, beginning of the year and I hadn't worked out since, so I hadn't worked out since last year. And, but I, I, I think I forgot how good working out feels. Like I was telling Therese, like I was Therese, I came home had all these revelations. I was yeah, like I, I was like, yes, I'm feeling good. It's like it gives you energy, it makes you feel good. Yo, you got endorphins. And and I feel like working out in that moment, you're just like so only focused on you. Your only focus is it's like because I don't like when you're when you're at work, it's like, oh my god, you have so much more, so much other stuff on your mind. But when you're at the gym, it's like that one time where you can just focus on the thing right in front of you, which is getting through that treadmill or getting off that elliptical or like you know like whatever and it's like it just feels so good it's like you leave feeling so good it's like my body hurts right now but it's like i feel good you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying like i feel really good and it might be the endorphins and i really feel like exercise can really get your life together even if you're not losing weight you know what i mean no like for real yeah i hear you it's like even if you're not losing weight i'm I'm just talking about me personally if i'm going to the gym and i'm not losing weight (laughs) i'm not gonna keep going but you might genuinely feel better. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I also feel like if you're not losing weight, then it's probably because you're not either working out as much as you should or you aren't eating well. But it's like, but you probably will still feel better working out. Mm-hmm. And and it's just crazy, like, how much working out. I just feel like it makes me feel so good. And me personally, like, I like, I like running on the treadmill. It's like, I can't run that long. But yeah. it's like, when I do run, it's like, I literally feel so good. Yeah. It makes me feel amazing. So... I found an article from Cosmo and it says nine reasons why working out in the winter. What? No, nine reasons why working out is better in the winter. Hmm. Yeah. So the first one is it keeps you warm for hours. Yes, the icy air might be a shock to your system at first, but the way to keep warm, the way to, the way to warm yourself back up is to keep moving. Exercise gets your blood pumping and you'll keep that heat long after you kick off your trainers. After you kick off your trainers. Trainers are my tennis shoes. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Well, you might be able to avoid turning turning the heating on for a little bit longer and save money, which can make you, which can be spent on mulled wine and pumpkin spice lattes. <laughs> um, and you're less likely to to turn into a sweaty mess. I'm not going to read all of them. Some of them I feel like aren't necessary. Comfort foods become your best friend. Obviously, in the winter, you know you like to eat a little more. Mm-hmm. You burn more calories. It's true. Actually, burn more calories just. By being chilly in the first place. It's not enough to make a massive difference. You can't just stand outside shivering count it as a workout. But according to research, your body has to work harder in the cold to get you up to a stable temperature. Meanwhile, it's giving itself a mini workout before you even tie up your laces. So it seems like you could lose weight easier in the winter. Hmm. Um, that's all side note. That's also with the ice water. You know, drinking ice water burns more calories than um, room temperature water. Because your body mm. has to heat it. Mm, that's deep. It boosts your immune system. According to the NHS, studies have found that moderate levels of exercise can boost the immune system and improve your defenses against dreaded winter coughs and colds. Although pushing yourself too hard during exercise can have the opposite effect, moderate and regular exercise does make you less likely to end up buried knee-deep in tissues and limp sick. So maybe what you need is to work out because you said you were sick. 
I said I feel like I'm getting sick. <laughs> and it boosts your immune system. It gives you extra energy. Immune. This is the most important one to me. Mm-hmm. While the diff- while the while this definitely sounds like a lie when you're dragging yourself out from under the duvet pre-sunrise, working out does give you more energy in the long run. Studies show sedentary people who start moving experience a dramatic drop in fatigue. Mm. Meaning, your early morning Pilates can help banish that overwhelming sense of sense of, I don't know what this is. It's like sense of tiredness when the 6am mm. alarm starts blaring. That is so, y'all, working out gives you energy. Let me see. It was that word. Oh. It's just like British? I know, it might be. Okay. Maybe it says kind of Knackeredness? Yeah, because well, what did it say? The, the, they had the sneakers are different words right. too, and I was like, trainers. Like, I'm like, I was like the trainers. What? Right. Um, <laughs> Kick off your huh? <laughs> what? These these two are my favorite. So it gives you energy. That's one of my favorites. And the other one says it's amazing for your mood. Mm-hmm. It's not just your physical health that winter workouts boost. You're, they're also one of the most common self help suggestions for people who suffer with seasonal affect depression disorder. A, f- a form of seasonal depression that is linked to the winter. The dark, chilly days can can have a hugely negative impact on your sense of well-being. But in addition to seeking medical help if needed, exercise endorphins really help when you're feeling down. And once you make it outside, you'll get an extra dose of mood-elevating vitamin D. I feel like that's important, too. It really Working out does really help your mood. It's like, yeah, in the moment, you're probably really tired. You're like, I need to go lay down. But when you wake up mm-hmm. the next day, it's like you're going to feel a lot better. See, I just don't. I don't work out enough. To be able to feel these things. Because yeah. even like. The last time that I remember going to the gym. For multiple times. Was when we went to the gym. <laughs> that one summer. And that was that was like 2012. I meant multiple. We went like. Every, we tried to go every day. Or whatever we did. But that was like 2012. Yeah. Are you trying to. You trying saying, to set me up? I had an internship. But next summer. So I know it wasn't that summer. Yeah. So it was, it like was 2012. 2012. <laughs> uh, that was six years ago. First, uh, don't harp on when it was. Okay. And it was just like, I don't remember feeling like better. But we didn't work out that hard though. I got on the treadmill. I did a lot of walking. We would be clowning y'all. We would go to the gym. <laughs> Being there all we day. We would stretch for two, like we would stretch sitting there talking for like 45 minutes. Then Teresa get on the on treadmill. Machine. No, I would get on the bike. <laughs> you would get on the elliptical. I tried to get on that elliptical, almost died. I was like, I'm going to sit down on this bike and I would ride the bike for a couple miles and then, and then we would get on the treadmill. Yeah. You would run and I would walk. <laughs> that's what i'm saying so like i mean maybe because you're young it's not like that's not for my grandma getting on a bike and getting on a treadmill is like wow like she's pushing herself a lot and mm-hmm. she's gonna feel those endorphins but, but if you don't you, do that I'm, I'm pushing myself a lot i feel like you could put in you that's not pushing yourself it's like you're getting yourself moving so mm-hmm. you, you but i feel like to feel those endorphins and stuff and like i mean I, I, you probably did feel endorphins but i feel like you could feel more if you mm-hmm. like push yourself a little more it's like i think i think it comes with like Exercise is like, you know, making yourself do more like sweat. That sweat helps. Like, it feels good to sweat. Mm. It's like to sweat, like to, yeah, that's, that's, ooh. I feel like a good sweat is really nice. Sweat. And then, you know, you leave and like your body, I, I love it when my neck is sweaty too. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. like. <laughs> it's just like when you're saying it, it sounds gross. It does sound gross, but I like when I leave the gym and my neck is sweaty because I feel like, or like, or my back. Because that's when you know, like, you, you, you know, you, I feel like my, that is like, it's really oozing sweating. off of you. Mm-hmm. For some reason, my head don't sweat that easily. It's like I gotta really be torn. T- t- I mean, Jim just be like, <laughs> I be, if I do any type of you know working out, she's like, bro. <laughs> but that should make you feel really good because you sweat easily. That should make you feel good. That wasn't on my list, but that was basically most of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
It says you don't actually have to leave the house because you can work out at home. Mm-hmm. I've been having to. Oh, I did do some, you know, I did some daily burn. Oh, you did? That's good. Not um, like today, but. I know I didn't do it today. And then you'll reinvigorate your routine. A new, season's often, a new season offers a chance to refresh your workout routine, which, let's be honest, could probably do a little excitement. That's what I think. And I'm not going to read the rest, but I think that's important, too. Like, you got to spice it up. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. I feel like there was a time when I would go to the gym twice a week and I would do I would do the treadmill. I would, no, I would stretch, do the treadmill. I did some arm machines. I did some ab workouts. And then I would do the elliptical before I left. Mm-hmm. And it's like I did that every single time. And I feel like that's. That's boring. You know, like you can't. That's boring. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm noticing that I really like the treadmill. So I feel like if you change it up, maybe like you know, like let's do the elliptical. Let me do the bike. You yeah. know, like you gotta you gotta fix it. Or maybe you know, instead of running on the treadmill, I'm gonna run outside. I wish I could run outside like in the spring, but I'm I'm I don't feel like we live in a safe enough neighborhood for me to be running outside. What like in the morning? It's, yeah. Mm. I feel I, like you can run around. Just. I don't feel just comfortable. Up. I was gonna with say headphones in my ear. I was gonna say the street, but it's just like I feel like you could run with headphones in my ear. Yeah, I mean the crack of dawn, probably not. No, it would be like you do it after work. It'd be the summer. It'd be like it'd be like six something. But it'd be light outside. I still mean the morning though. Oh, uh, still like enough, not enough people are out. But I feel like if you did it after you got it from work, that would be good. That's like people. Really, I don't feel like no. I don't know. I, I might have to think about it because I was like I was like I originally lived in an area where I feel like I could go on like a trail or something, mm-hmm. but. They got a there's a there's a park trail up the street yeah mm-hmm. I could do that maybe I'll think about it but but yeah I feel like keeping it fresh does help like it really helps because right now I'm trying to do working out at home and then the gym once a week I feel like that's that that keeps it fresh you know so you just mm-hmm. got to figure out what you like you could do like a boxing class or like um and since you sweat easily I really feel like you will feel those endorphins just keep saying it no I'm saying you should feel those endorphins. It's like you saying that, but I don't. I don't think you. I don't think you want to feel them. So therefore, your body not gonna let you feel them. I sure don't want to feel them. You don't want to feel the endorphins. Why? Is it like do I not want to feel the endorphins? That's like saying I don't want to feel good. We're not gonna get into it. Uh, That's literally like gym. saying I don't want to feel good. It's not that I don't want to feel the endorphins. Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I just don't like going to the gym. I don't like doing. All I thought of you were gonna get a gym membership. You said that. Yeah, I. Yeah, because I need to lose weight, but I don't like doing none of it. Gym's not fun. I think you can because I feel like when me and you first went to the to the gym, that's before that I had I never went to the gym. I never worked out. I was only mm-hmm. used to working out if I was like on a team or something. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time I realized like you know what the gym is low key. What's up? And and since me it was just like we was in the gym playing, so it was like <laughs> we could do this. We were playing, but it's like low key. We could have been at the house and been like let's take a walk and then come back and we would have been done the same stuff. I feel like, but you said I, I was running a little bit. I did say you was running. Yeah, okay, I was running a little bit. It's like mm-hmm. we, we. I feel like when I go to the it's gym, like I'm I would much be walking more and be like I'm, I'm about to run for you know a minute or whatever you would do, and you would run, and I'd be mm-hmm. like, hmm, "See, you better than me." That's exactly what I would be saying, because like, I wouldn't have been able to make it. Yes, I feel like you can run for a minute. I, I mean, I don't know. I, it's so funny. I went for a run with my brother, and he almost killed me. <laughs> right. We need to get in shape, Teresa. We need to get ourselves together. I was gonna make we a joke. Twenty five and sexy. What? I was gonna say I'm not twenty five. <laughs> I was gonna say something is a shape. You know, like they say on um, on like cartoons, like on a. What does that mean? They'd be like circle is a shape. I'm not. Saying, uh-uh. I'm not saying I'm a circle, but <laughs> like you, know. you could be like I'm a shape of an orange or something. Right. Yeah. Um. All right. All right. So Godspiration. Okay. Okay. So. 
This week, I wanted to talk about something. Um, at my church, I was taking these classes about like how to become like a like kind of like a help. I can't think of the word for it. Um, but like if someone at church like needs someone to pray for them and to Guidance. help them, yeah, it's like and it was it was a really good like good information. And one thing that she said that really stuck out to me, she was like, "You can be emotionally mature without being spiritually mature, but you cannot be." spiritually mature without being emotionally mature and I thought that was really good because I'm gonna read something that I found on the internet but I'm also want to talk about it first because I was like you know in order to really be at your spiritual height to be at that point where it's like wow like I am so in tune with God I let God lead my life yeah I might not listen all the time but I try as absolute hard as I can and I try to be the absolute best person I can and live in God and do what God says. I feel like in order for you to be that person, you have to be in tune with yourself and your your flaws, what sets you back, what pushes you forward. Like you have to just know yourself in and out and understand like all your all your downfalls, all your um your most positive moments, how they impact you. Like what you have to just really kind of know yourself like a science. Um when it comes to like physically but also mentally and just like understand yourself and know figure out how to make yourself better and when you're feeling weak like how do I make you 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 know that you understand what it is to be weak versus like not versus just having like a tired moment you know the differences you come to terms with who you are you understand that and you work through it and now you kind of you know the solutions on how to be better and I feel like in order for you to have that relationship with God you have to know those things that I just said so you have to like and, and there's so much more to being emotionally mature than there's those things but in order for you to be spiritually mature, it's like you have to be able to be in tune with yourself and understand your issues and like things that you struggle with and things that you've struggled with and things that you need to work through. And then in, in order to have that heightened relationship with God, because I feel like in order for you to be with God and know God sincerely and, and really trust God with your life, you have to also know the person who God made you to be. And, 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 and you have to know that person emotionally. So... And so, like, if if you feel like God is like pushing you to to start a business, you an emotionally mature person would understand that. I, you know, I do struggle with um, trust. So, who's gonna be my business partner? You know, and most so it's like you got you know like things like that. You you can acknowledge that I struggle with trust. So therefore, I'm gonna struggle with this. So let me seek guidance on how to have a business partner because God has put in my life the purpose of me becoming a business owner, being a business owner, or things like that. That's a very small example, but like something like that. Think or maybe like you know you might feel like you are called to be a therapist but you understand that as a child something happened to you that you still haven't worked through so it's like for you to be given guidance on that to be your best self and to be that best therapist that God wants you to be you need to work through those issues that you have those type of things are very 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 important and I I just I was when she said that I was like that is so good and it also explains have you ever met somebody when it's like you are so emo like you're so aware there's a podcast I listen to in particular, and it's like you, she is so aware. Like she's so, um, she knows everything. It's like she, she, she'll, she'll talk about like you know, like if you're having a bad day, you need to understand that that it's okay to have a bad day. But then you kind of need to come to terms with like, am I having a bad day, or am have I made myself have a bad day? Hmm. You need to, or you know, you think you think through processes. You know how to understand your emotions. You understand when you're being emotional and irrational versus are you just genuinely going through a tough time she was like saying like and it's it's just so deep how someone can have all of that and i and i have wondered like how can you be like that but not really mess with god you know what i mean mm. but it makes sense because you you can know yourself and, and understand your who you are and what you know what makes you tick and what doesn't but not have that relationship with god because it's not really necessary but in order to get through life you can't you kind of need to be 
I feel like if you, in order to get through life, if you never become emotionally mature, you're going to have a very hard life. You're going to be angry about things that you should have learned to work through angry wise. You're going to, things are going to make you sad that if you would have just dealt with what made you sad from what, what, what issue brought over that sadness the second time or third time that it happened, you wouldn't have gotten sad anymore. So I feel like life is going to be harder if you choose not to become emotionally mature. So a lot of smart people invest in their emotional maturity. Um, but a lot of times we don't invest in our spiritual maturity, which I think is so funny because a lot of people don't even really think that it's important because I guess like chemically, it's not, but spiritually it's very important. Like you need, in order, like as a person who, who, who believes that God is the end all be all and the person who can lead you to your greatness and be who you want you to be. It's like you, you know that that spirituality is very, very important. Um, but I feel like a lot of people miss the lines when they realize that, I hope I'm explaining this well, but I feel like a lot of people miss, miss the mark when they think that they don't need that because they're emotionally mature. I know quite a few people who don't really, who are not spiritual, but they really are emotionally mature. And I can have a really in-depth conversations, but I think the little disconnect that we have is the fact that sometimes I'll talk about God and then they kind of be like, yeah, it's like the conversation kind of go down from there. Mm. But we be, we be, we be going back and forth. It's like, wow, I feel like this. And they'll be like, I feel like that. And it's like, we going back and forth. It's like, you hitting me with stuff. But then you hit them with that God though. To them, that's still kind of whimsical. So they don't really get it. It's like, right. but I feel like the emotional thing is like they've acknowledged that emotional issues happen and those are things. So it's it's really interesting. But so when she said that, I kind of want to look into it more. I'm like, wow, that's that's deep. And it really explained to me how you can meet people who who can give you such great advice, who you can talk to about your emotional well being, but you might not know, be able to talk to about your spiritual well being. Mm. But if you talk to someone who's very spiritually mature, they're emotionally mature, and I and that's that's so good. So there's a book called Emotionally. What is it? Um, I think it's called um people have, a lot of people have told me to read this book what's it called? Mm-hmm. it's called emotional emotionally healthy spirituality that's a that's a book and a lot of people say to read it um and I, I see an article that i think the author of it wrote um it's on faithgateway.com um so i'll read some of it let's see hold on When we ignore the emotional component of our lives, we move through the motions of Christian disciplines, activities, and behaviors, but deeply rooted behavioral patterns from our past continue to hinder us from an authentic life of maturity in Christ. We often neglect to reflect on what is going on inside of us and around us, emotional health, and are too busy to slow down to be with God, contemplative spirituality. As a result, we run the risk of remaining stuck as spiritual infants, Falling to develop into spiritually slash emotionally mature adults in Christ. Um, so this is also it's also like a um, it's like a some questions to ask you. Um, let's see. It says which of these symptoms are most relevant to your life? Using God to run from God. An example: My prayers are usually about God doing my will, not surrendering to His. Mm. Ignoring the emotions of anger, sadness, and fear. Example, I am rarely honest with myself and or others about the feelings, hurts, and pains beneath the surface of my life. Dying to the wrong things. Example, I tend to deny healthy, God-given desires and pleasures of life, such as friendships, joy, music, beauty, laughter, and nature. At the same time, I find it difficult to die to myself, die to my self-protectiveness, defensiveness, lack of vulnerability, and judgmentalism. Number four, dying, denying the past impact of the, on the present. Example, I rarely consider how my family of origin and significant 
people slash events from my past have shaped my present. Number five, dividing into secular and sacred compartments. Example, I easily compartmentalize God to Christian activities while usually forgetting about him when I am working, shopping, studying, or recreating. Six, doing for God instead of being with God. Example, I tend to evaluate my spirituality based on how much I am doing for God. That's a good one. Spiritual um, Seven, spiritualizing away conflict. Example, I usually miss out on true peace by smoothing over disagreements, bearing tensions, and avoiding conflict rather than disrupting false peace as Jesus did. Eight, covering over brokenness, weakness, and failure. Example, I have a hard time speaking freely about my weaknesses, failures, and mistakes. Nine, living without limits. Example, those close to me would say that I often try to do it all or bite off more than I can chew. Ten, the spiritual journeys of others. Oh, no, judging the spiritual journeys of others. Example, I often find myself occupied and bothered by the faults of those around me. Um, so those are just like things to look over. Um, if you are interested in looking more into this, you definitely need to read the book. Um, there's a video on YouTube. It's called Session One of Emotionally Healthy Spirituality. That's actually linked to this. So if you have an interest in that, you can definitely check that out. Um, but before I end, I did want to talk about one more thing. It talks about Saul. So it says, Saul, king of Israel, was instructed by God to fight and completely destroy the Amalekites. He succumbed, however, to the wishes of his fighting men and did only part of God's will do due to a lack of self-awareness, emotional health, and attentiveness toward God contemplation. And then it says, read. So it says, read 1 Samuel 15, 7 through 24. So I wanted to just read that so you can just understand it a little better. Um, so it says, then Saul attacked the, Am- the Amicalites all the way from Hevelia to Shur, near the eastern border of Egypt. He took Agag, king of Amicalites, alive, and all the people he, to- he totally destroyed with the sword. But Saul... In the army, spared Agag and the best of the sheep and cattle, the fat calves and the lambs, everything that was good. They were unwilling to destroy completely, but everything that was despised and weak, they totally destroyed. Then the word of the word of the Lord came to Samuel. I regret that I have that I have made Saul king because he has he has turned away from me and has not carried out my instructions. Saul was angry and he cried out to the Lord all night. Early in the morning, Samuel got up and went to meet Saul, but he told, but he was told, Saul has gone to Carmel. There he, he has set up a monument in his own honor and has turned and gone on down to Jiggle. When Samuel reached him, Saul said, the Lord bless you. I have cried out the Lord's instructions. But Samuel said, what then is this beating of sheep in my ears? What is this love? lowing of cattle I hear. Saul answered, the soldiers brought them from the Amicalites. They spared the best of sheep and saddle to sacrifice the Lord, the Lord your God, but he totally destroyed the rest. Enough, Samuel said to Saul. Let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. Tell me, Saul replied. Samuel said, although you were once small in your eyes, did you not become the head of the tribes of Israel? The Lord anointed you king over Israel, and he sent you on a mission. Go and completely destroy those wicked people, the Amicalites. Wage war against them until you have wiped them out. Why did you not obey the Lord? Why did you pounce on the plunder and do evil in the eyes of the Lord? But I did dis- I did obey the Lord, Samuel said. I went on a mission. The Lord assigned me. I completely destroyed the Amicalites and brought back Agag, the king. The soldier took sheep and cattle from the plunder, the best of what was devoted to, to God, 
in order to sacrifice them to the Lord your God at Jigal. But Samuel replied, Does the Lord delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as much as obeying the Lord? To obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed is better than the fat of rams. For your rebellion is like sin of divination, and the arrogance like the evil of adultery. Because you rejected the word of the Lord, he has rejected you as Cain. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned. I violated the Lord's command of your instructions. I was afraid of men, and so I gave in to them. Mm, that's deep. So, quickly, um, I'm just going to go over a few of these. But it says, um, in 1 Samuel 15, 11, it describes God and Samuel's response to Saul's actions. And it just, and basically it talks about how he... He didn't do what God asked him to do because he had a lack of self-awareness. At the end of that passage, he just he said um, that he he was af he was afraid of people, yeah. and that's due to a lack of self-awareness. He did, he he wouldn't acknowledge that there was um he wouldn't acknowledge that he was even afraid of those people. He didn't even think that he had sinned or disobeyed God because in his eyes he couldn't even be who God wanted him to be because he wouldn't acknowledge that there was even something that was going on. But in the art, I mean, not an article, but in the um, verse, you can see that he said that he. He was afraid of people. He finally came to realize it at the end of it. Um, and I think that's just a good example that you can you you have to become emotionally mature. You have to know who you are and what you deal with and what you struggle with in order to be who God is calling you to be. Um, and I think that's what um, is going on. But it says, not only was Saul unaware of what was going on inside of him, he also, he was unaware of what was going on inside of him, which they put in parentheses, emotional health. He also did not cultivate a, comp a complicated life with God as David did. His doing for God did not flow from his being with God. In the same way, our doing for Jesus must flow from our being with him. Far too often, we live vicariously off other people's spirituality and relate to God while busily on the run. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good too. It's like, and I think when it's one of the questions was, do you compartmentalize God? I feel like a lot of people do that. It's, <laughs> it's like, that's, that's, that's number five, right? Um, I don't know. You don't have to check. Oh, okay. But, I, it was it was in the middle, mm -hmm. and I can't. I know that. Um, I noticed that a lot of, lot sometimes I be talking to people, and you know, like when I talk to people who don't really know that my faith is important to me, they and they'll be like, "That's what's up." They'll be like, "That's cool," and then I like <laughs> we'll continue talking, and then I and they'll tell me like they love God and stuff, but you can tell a lot, a lot they love, but they compartmentalize it. They're like, "Oh, that's that Christian stuff," but they be talking to me like, like we cool. Mm -hmm. But you can go do that Christian stuff and you gonna come back. But it's like, no, like, I try to bring that Christian stuff with me to who, no matter who I'm hanging out with. So don't think that just because I'm talking to you or hanging around you doesn't mean that I'm not gonna bring that part of God over here. Like, I'm still gonna discuss and I'm still gonna say the same things here that I would say at church. Mm -hmm. I think that's an important part of being emotionally mature. And I feel it, like, but it's, that's hard to be, it's hard to, to do that. Right. It's really hard to do that. So a lot of people, they, they rather just leave it for God I mean leave it for church and leave it for when you're around your Christian friends or when you're around your parents or something but mm -hmm. you need to get to the point where if, like where you just you can do it in front of everybody and you, yeah and you want to and you're because that's emotional maturity it's like you hit a point where you're just like wow like I'm gonna just I'm gonna be myself regardless you know and I but there's a lot of other layers to it um about being emotionally mature I feel like you you hurt yourself when you don't invest in your emotional maturity which I feel like it's like you hurt yourself and you can't become spiritually mature and you can't get the most out of life if and out of God, and that God has for you on this earth if you choose not to become emotionally mature. Yeah. And becoming emotionally mature is a choice, in my eyes. I feel like some people, uh, I feel like for some people it's easier than others. You, ra you raise in certain environments where, you know, like, emotional health is more of a, like, a, 
a centerfold in that home. Other people are more like, yeah, we don't really do that here. It just depends. But I feel like at the end of the day, it's like you, you hit an adult when you're in your 20s. It's like you, you need to choose if you want to invest in your emotional maturity because I feel like you're going to miss out on what God has for you if you do. Um, so that's all. So. All right. Yeah. So that is all. <sighs> yeah. All right, guys. Now we both got to take deep breaths. <laughs> That's all. Um, oh, yeah. What did you, you want to tell them? We're going to be giving out a pair of shoes. Yeah, we're going to do um, a, a giveaway with another, a pair of um, shoes. Yeah, from Just Fab. I have a bunch of Just Fab shoes, and I really do like them. Yeah, their shoes are really cute. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. I don't get to um, be a part of it, but... You know, because of the size of your shoe, you can't just say it like you made it seem like they banned you or something. Yeah, they banned me based on their, you know, they they don't want to carry my size shoe. It's fine. But yeah, we'll have a pair. We'll show you guys a picture of them on Instagram or something. Enter into the the contest. Yeah, put the put the little, you know, what you have to do in the in the caption. Mm -hmm. You guys win those pairs of shoes, a pair of shoes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, guys. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Um, like. And subscribe to us on iTunes and what's it SoundCloud, SoundCloud and Instagram and yeah, social Twitter. Media. Yeah. Um, and we will be back. Oh, we hope everyone had a good um, Valentine's Day. I forgot about oh, that. Like, Valentine's Day passed. Yeah. It was in between um, today. The last episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right, guys. It's been yeah. real. Hope you had a good President's Day, even though. Yeah. Mm-mm. Hope you had a good President's Day. I guess. All right, guys. (laughs) All right. Bye. Bye.